All right, so this is the Psychotic Strength Through Podcast. This is Tyler Toby Townsend. Nicole White. And uh, it is the 7th day of July. 7th of July, 7th month. Yeah, you were the one who pointed out. (laughs) Yeah, uh, we were texting back and forth and you had said, uh, we're still on for the 7th, uh, 7, 7 at 7. There's a lot of 7s. I was like, yeah, I feel it might be a good thing. Yeah, easy to remember. Absolutely. For sure. Yeah. Um, so the topic that today is you, okay. uh, we're going to figure out kind of what makes you tick. Oh boy. Yeah. I hope we figure it out. Cause I'd like to know. <laughs> well, maybe you can listen to this after. Oh yeah, we'll just, for sure. We'll Take brainstorm notes. and uh-huh. see if you got anything afterwards. Yeah, I love that. So, um, <laughs> uh, first thing we do always is gym update. Sure. Um, I'll, I'll go. My, my yeah. gym update's been going pretty good. Um, I'm Cause you do consistent. the, like the strongman stuff, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. So I pick up just heavy crap. Just heavy stuff. Whatever's heavy. Do people ask you to move for them all the time? Yes, constantly. <laughs> and doing real estate too. Yeah, you know, I'm 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 always trying to help people move and and I try and use uh, my strength as as another advantage, right? Like, yeah, it's your thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just own it. I, I try like it. to. <laughs> yeah. um, how about you? What do you do for the gym or just to kind um, of keep fit? Well, some of the girls and I at the office we go to Orange Theory. Okay. It's a little intense. I'd like, I'd like some explanation on that. Yeah, so, what well, I didn't that? really know. I kind of got roped into this. I but, feel like that's how everybody gets oh gosh, pulled into that. Seriously. So, one of, Krista McCracken, she's okay. one of the realtors in the office, and she was a trainer there. Okay. So, of course, she thinks it's fantastic. So, we go, and it's a circuit sort of situation. So, you do X amount of time on a rowing, and then you do strength training, and then you end with the treadmill. Or, you start at the treadmill, you do the strength, and you end with the rowing machine. But so it's as long as you constant. hit all three. Yeah. Okay. And or does a, it have to be those two at the beginning? It's one. Well, sometimes strength they start the you middle? on the strength. Oh, but, okay. I mean, okay. I always just go for the rower first, but okay. then it's sort of a, a interval. So it's an all out and then you go backwards and then an all out and then you go. Yeah. It's, it's a lot. You hurt every time afterwards for days <laughs> in different ways. It's like, I didn't know that could hurt. It's a new muscle. That's great. It's a lot of fun. So with that, um, I feel like Orange Theory... Um, there was something else, uh, like there's this one bike thing. Star cycle. Yeah. yeah okay. That's my other thing. Uh, people are going pretty nuts on that right yeah. now. Uh, and then I feel like, uh, CrossFit. Oh yeah. Those I are, do... I, I put them all in the same kind of like fad, like go for same. it kind of workouts. Mm-hmm. Right. Because, um, the way I work out is very slow and steady. Yeah. Right. I mean, we're picking up heavy shit. We're taking five, 10 minutes in between sets. Like. We're sitting on our ass bullshitting most of the time, right? <laughs> like, that's what we do. I feel like I should do that. <laughs> well, it's this thing is we're trying to build something different than yeah. you are, right? Where, whereas, like, most people who are just trying to be fit and, and either lose weight or just, again, yeah. be healthy, um, they're going for something different than we are. Because uh, no matter what, you look at me on the scale, I, I'm morbidly obese, right? But I can still run a mile. Yeah. I'm fine. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, but, um, but so like CrossFit always scares me because right. it's one of those where if you're not trained right, you can really get hurt. Yeah. So I'd like to know, like, with Orange Theory, how in-depth do they get mm-hmm. with your strength training? Because to me, lifting weights is a very big deal. Yeah. You so know? there's a lot of weight lifting and not so much the kettlebells. We have the TRX bands. And you've got, okay. you know, for me, starting out because I hadn't. With pandemic, I was at home. So all my working out just completely stopped. Where before, it was every day I was doing stuff. And so going back into it, I had to go slowly because I knew that muscle memory wasn't there yet, right? So I would started out really low weights and then got more and more. And Krista would make fun of me because she's like, you can do more than that. Right. Like, I probably could. 
but I don't want to hurt myself. That's smart. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. kind of building up to it. But it's something different every time. But it's okay. the same idea of a workout. So they just mix up what they want you to do. So how much stretching, calisthenic stuff is involved? Any? Not a ton. Okay. But I do that. I do yoga too. Oh, so okay. So I not as much as Haley. Right. She's a yoga okay, doer. so you heard that I one? heard that okay, one. But yeah. I'm actually doing four free yoga class series this summer for the community. Okay. And we have two left. One is this Saturday at Officers Row. And then the next is the following Saturday, the 16th, um, 10 a.m., just right up the street from you, on okay. Lavier Street, Cascade Park. Okay, okay. Yeah. So it's a lot of fun. I'm more of the relaxed yoga doer, okay. not the serious yoga doer, so I'm not going to be doing headstands and, and those kind because of things. Because there's a huge difference on like oh, yeah. what you want out of yoga. Oh, totally. People get shredded doing <laughs> yoga. Yeah. And then there's people who do yoga because it's fun. And then right. there's also people I feel like who do yoga as like some sort of meditation almost. Right. You know? And yeah, it can go either way. Yeah. So there's a company called Yoga and Beer. They're okay. on social media. It's okay. pretty great. So that's kind of how I first started getting into yoga. They go to different breweries. You pay okay. 20 bucks, you do a yoga class, you get a beer afterwards. Interesting. And you meet some really cool people. And so they have retreats. So I was like, I'm not a yoga retreat person, but I went on one. I had so much fun. And so now it's a little bit more involved, but I still, I don't go to classes every day, but I enjoy right. doing it. So I thought, what better way to give back to the community than to give some free something? And so at the end of this series, I get to give away a ton of free shit. Okay. So I'm super excited. Um, like Star Cycle donated a membership, um, Beauty Bar down, uh, town donated stuff. So all these different businesses donated gift cards and product and Northwest Stand Up Paddleboard Fitness. Okay. They donated classes. So fun. I hear that's hard. It's hard. It's, it's way so hard much fun. Think. Okay. It's so much fun. Um, so then at the end I get to do a raffle and say, here's a bunch of free stuff. That's day. cool. Yeah. yeah. It's good it's Good for business too, right? Right. I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Get your face out there. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, okay. That's really cool. Yeah. I like that you're staying active. So you, you, you're saying you do Star Cycle, Yoga, mm -hmm. and Orange Theory. Not all at the same time. I kind of go okay. through cycles. Okay. So like, I feel like cycling more, so I'm going to do that. I'll do some dropping classes. Or I feel like doing Orange Theory today. I'm very scattered okay. with workouts because I get bored easily. So I just kind of do different things. I'm very, I'm very just a slow, steady, consistent person. Yeah. And, and it's hard because I, I like overcommit. <laughs> and so I'm I like, I will go. I just will not have a good time. Yeah. Right? Like I, for one, I hate it uh, at one time, time I was, I was getting ready for a kickboxing fight. So I was oh training. Gosh. It was probably about a year. I was training to do a kickboxing fight and that's intense, especially when you're like yeah. trying to get to a fight. I'm showing up five days a week, uh, sometimes doubles, getting ready for a fight. Because I, you know, uh, I don't know if you ever did, but like I fought yeah. in high school and stuff like that. Stupid yeah, crap, right? Yeah, we all did those things. Right. Right. But uh, when, you're, when you're stepping in a ring, you better be ready, <laughs> right? Because that other person's ready. So oh, man. Uh, I was doing that. So I'd go at like 6 a.m. to kickboxing. Mm -hmm. And then it was like 5.30 p.m. was kickboxing again. And then after that, I'd go straight to the gym and go lift. And that was like, I was doing doubles kickboxing four days a week and singles one day a week. So it was five days a week, but it was four doubles. And right. then I was lifting four days a week too. And it was just, I showed up, but I was almost getting bad results. 
from it. Oh. I ended up tearing my bicep oh. because I, I did a, a, wide, a very wide hook yeah. and he caught me right at my wrist. And the problem is I, I'm really strong, right? So right. I tore my own bicep. With the amount of power I put behind it because of how he caught my arm. Ooh, and, ooh that uh, hurts just thinking about it. It really, you know, I thought it would be a lot worse than it was. Really? It really felt like someone took like a bamboo stick about like this and just went whack. Just oh. right on my arm. I was like, whoa. Huh. And, and it just, bloop, it just like hung <laughs> down. And my coach is like, oh my God, like I can see it. Like, can you move it? And I'm like, I don't know. And of course, <laughs> like an idiot. I just make it move because uh, your body will yeah. compensate, right? right? And then I just see it because it snapped, so it rolled up. And as I'm doing it, it just rolls further into my Ooh. shoulder. And I was like, ah, oh, damn it. But oh, so it was pretty bad. That so sounds terrible. That was like two, three weeks before my fight. Yeah. Were you able to mm-hmm. go now? No, a torn oh. bicep, that was eight months out. So eight wow. months out of the gym and kickboxing. I go back for two days, and then COVID shut everything down. Yeah. And I was okay. like, ah. That's kind of when my whole thing stopped, too, because I was doing, God, it was ridiculous. Star Cycle, then I had a personal trainer at okay. a personal training like facility. That was the only thing that they did. Oh. And then I was going to Pilates. Okay. And I would do two of those things. I would go to Star Cycle and then to the personal training. So it's a two and a half, three hour workout. Right. And then the next day I would do the personal training and then the Pilates. Like so, I was doing so no matter what, you're doing two a day. Yeah, two yeah. a day of something six days a week, easily. Yeah. And then I was like, yes, this is awesome. And then yeah. COVID shut it all down and then I got sick. Right. And that was the end of it. So now So you got COVID? I've had it twice. Oh, ouch. I know. Well, the yeah. fr- when I got sick, when they first had, you know, COVID was first coming out, it was pneumonia. But they didn't oh. know because they didn't have tests. Okay. So I had to just stay home. Dang. Forever. And then Forever. The, and then the school shut down and the daycares and all the things. And, yeah. And so, yeah, it was not a good time. But now it's rebuilding everything. So my cousin and I go hiking together. Yeah. And he's an angry hiker, he says. <laughs> so he's, he's, he's stomping like it out. He's like a hiker, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. And I'm more of the stop and, like, take the pictures and look right. at the things. And, and so he's the first hike post-COVID lockdowns, all the things, was Star, Star Mountain. Silver Star Mountain. Okay, yeah. It was the worst experience in my life. The <laughs> yeah. worst ex- It's a straight incline. I mean, just... Oh, I looked at it going, there's no way. I'm going to have to climb up it. Yeah. And the whole time, I'm just looking down and then looking back up. And he's like, come on, this is great. Oh, no. But getting to the top, it was so pretty. So I had an experience like that. Uh, I'm a big guy. Um, we decided to do t- um, Mount Hood. We started at Timberline in the parking lot. And just went. And my buddy that I went with, he brought his eight-year-old son with us. And uh, this guy used to hike the Tetons, you know those are in Idaho, (laughs) for fun. He would just disappear for a week and do them all. And like, so he's a skinny dude and I don't think it's going to be crazy, right? I'm like, I lift, I I do stuff, so this will be fine. And I was actually preparing for it. So I'm doing like the Stairmaster. I lost a ton of weight getting ready for this. Uh, we get up there, and it, this is bullshit. Well, like, the elevation it, in itself has got to mess with you. It was It was just, it, I will never do it again. <laughs> I never, ever even try. Like horrible. I made it to where the, there's like a, uh, where the lift goes. So okay. the lift yeah. takes you up and, and drops you. There's still plenty of friggin' mountain. I made it there and was like, nope. Tap uh-uh. out. I got all the way to my truck. I got all the way back down, because he had left me. By then, he's gone. <laughs> Him and his eight-year-old. 
They're oh, gone. Oh, no. And so by the time I get to the truck, like, my knees are buckling. My legs are shaking. Oh, like, shit. I was so glad I didn't go any higher. And I, I promised him. So he, every time I see him, he's like, want to go hike Mount Hood? And I'm like, dude. Sounds like my cousin with Silver Star Mountain. Yeah? Is he bugging you still? Yeah. He's like, yeah. how was that? How is that? You want to do it again? Absolutely not. That well, is At least you made it to the top. Well, I almost turned around, and the only reason I didn't was because here comes a man with a pack on his back, pack or on his back with his toddler, oh. and a small child walking next to him, and they're just walking it up. He's slow and steady going up this thing. Yeah. I'm like, there's no way he's going to the top. And so every time we look back, my cousin would go, "The baby daddy's catching up to you." The baby daddy. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm like, no way is he going to pass me. He's got small children on his back and on his arm. So we just right. kept going, kept going. And I thought for sure he took a left to another trail. So we're coming back down. We didn't see him. Here he comes. He's still making so his young. way. Oh, man. Just going, this man must have the patience of a saint. Because there's no way. Well, this dude made it all the way to the top of his eight-year-old. The only thing he didn't do that time was there's there's like a, a part you have to climb, climb. Oh, okay. You need like snow picks uh-huh. or ice picks or whatever to, to get up like this last 100 feet or something like that. Sounds like something Larry Hales would do. It is. Yeah. He's done it plenty I'm of times. sure he has. Yeah. Um, but so that time they didn't go all the way up, but then the following year they did it. They went all the way back up and his son's in love with this mountain and his son is, uh, so when you lift like I do and, and everybody knows I do it. So always, they're always asking me, right? This kid, his name's Emiliano. He's always like, Hey, I've been, li- I've been doing pull-ups. Like I've been doing push-ups. Like, so he's always, he always comes up to me and he's always saying stuff like that, yeah. but he always throws it in there. He's like. You should really retry Mount Hood. Like, and he's so serious. He's such a sweet kid. He's like, I think you can do it, you know? And he's like, I've been to the top like twice now. Like, I'm (laughs) like, like, all right. All right. We're built different, kid. Right. (laughs) Some people are not meant for that. Me included. The other thing, too, uh, my buddy was like, so he's like, there's two ways down. You can either like, I forget what they call it, but you ride on your butt down the snow. Sounds horrible. Right? (laughs) Or you can bring a sled. And I'm like, fucking sled let's right. do this that'd be that'd be awesome so i tie it to my backpack not thinking but it's just catching wind the entire time <laughs> and i'm just so, so it's pissed. pulling you back yeah right? so it's keeping me like this the whole time i'm leaned back trying to lean into it Aww. so i can walk like i got headphones on and boots and not having a good day. It was just the worst. That I get down. Horrible. I had to wait six hours for him to get back down. That's how six much longer hours? it took. We got there at three in the morning. We didn't leave till almost like eight p.m. Oh wow! It took Were like you waiting in the lodge with the hotty toddy. Just no. Last? I got some nachos. Some nachos rock. <laughs> yeah, nachos dude. are pretty good. But it was it was just it was the one of the worst experiences of my life. Like oh. it was so bad. It's not weird how you just like something so amazing. It just it's horrible. Well, I'll go back to snowboard, right? Sure, (laughs) but not climb a mountain. That means slide down the hill. (laughs) Take me to a little bunny hill with a little sled. And there better be a lift. I'm not hiking back up there. Hundred percent. I'll just ride the lift. Right. That'd be nice. It'd be beautiful. Right. Yeah. (laughs) That was actually the first place I learned how to snowboard, and uh, we're we're going. And I don't know if you've been to Timberline. Have you ever (laughs) snowboarded or skied? No, I haven't, but I've been there. I've just not snowboarded. Well, there's there's like a, it goes and it's a pretty, pretty normal one. And then it kind of has this big drop, okay. right? It's probably about 20 feet. And if you don't know it's there, you, you're not you're having a good day. Yeah, like it's a 20 foot drop. Well, most people know it's coming and will stop. And then you just kind of go down it, okay. right? So you almost fall down it, but like with snow, I guess. Yeah. 
we're going, and we had just gone like three or four times. We we got up really early. It was my cousin, and we just see this dude, not slicing at all, just straight going down on a snowboard. I don't know if you know how fast those things go, but yeah. he's just boom, and he just right off the edge, boom, just flies, and then he turns because he's obviously scared out of his mind, right? And then he lands feet forward. On a snowboard and just scorpions it. Just, just. And then he gets up. He's screaming. We're laughing, right? Like, idiot. like Because uh, it's snow. It yeah. hurts. But it's still snow, right? right? He's going to probably go home after that. But right. at least it was kind of funny for us. But no. <laughs> now there's blood. Like, oh, we don't know what the fuck's no. going on. Like, we're looking. And we're like, now we're past him. So we're turning around trying to figure out what's going on. And this dude, like, rips these goggles out of his eye sockets. Oh, my God. Because he must have had, like, little goggles or, or, or glasses or I don't know what the fuck. Was. But it went in his face because he hit so hard. And he screamed. Like, it was nuts. That sounds horrific. Yeah, and it was, like, our second run. And we're just like, uh. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'll stick to the inner tubing yeah. and snowman making. It was fun, though. Yeah? It's it was good. Yeah. <laughs> sounds entertaining. <laughs> I mean, we're, like, 16, 14, 15, 16, something. Oh, yeah. So it was well, fine. That's no big deal. But, yeah. um, but the, have you done the um, night inner tubing? No. Table? Uh-uh. It sounds awesome. Yeah. It's supposed to, I guess they have a lot of the house music yeah. going. Yeah. I just haven't been up there yet, but everyone says it's so much fun. I, everybody does it. I just I, haven't. And I, I live either. here. I don't know why I, I don't haven't. know. There's something about driving up at night unless I'm staying there. Right? Uh, yeah. I like and that And then driving idea. back. Yeah. That's probably why I haven't done it yet. Yeah, because then what are you going to come home at like 3, 4 in the morning? Right. Through the mountain. Through the mountain. Yeah. No Not thanks. that adventurous. I, I mean, I'm adventurous, but that's that's pushing it. Yeah. Because then the family's in danger. That's my problem. Right. For sure. Yeah. I'm driving, you know, and it makes me nervous. I, I just, uh, we, we, I finally gotten through, I don't know if you like sleep apnea. Mm-hmm. Right? So I had like a very dangerous case. Mm-hmm. It was like... One of the worst cases this guy had ever seen, my doctor. Wow. And uh, the way we found out is because I passed out going 70 on the freeway, and it was continuing to happen. And I'm just like, boom. like, oh, And it's wow. not even like, it's not even like I'm falling asleep, and then I pass out. It's boom, my body shuts down. Oh, wow. And I'm just, like, just done. Oh, and so this happens. I'm going 70, and apparently everyone came to a complete stop. And so... I hit the state trooper in front of me with a canine in the back. Aww. I hit this dude, smash him into the side of the, the the bridge. So he was actually lucky he didn't get sandwiched. And then I hit the the Yukon in front of me. Oh, my God. I hit him so hard. So I hit two vehicles. And the second vehicle still had to put it in four-wheel drive to drive out of my car. Oh, out, man. So it was, it was almost the exact same not truck. Hurt majorly. Well, yeah, so so that was the thing. So I have the, this big-ass truck out front, right? Yeah. So same thing, different year. Um, and their car I was at my windshield. So if it wasn't, if my truck wasn't that high, like it was, oh, yeah. everything it went underneath so me. Bad. Or my legs would have been gone or whatever, because it just was me. That's oh. just where it hit. It was nuts. So we found all that, that shit out, be. and uh, sleep studies, all this other bullshit. So now I'm not falling asleep, but I gotta right. wear that stupid... Bane oh. mask to sleep, which is kind so of hot. You could just, you know. Yeah, I'm actually really good colors. at the impression. Yeah. Yeah, when I, when it's on. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, I can't sense. do it normally. You have to have the mask, but. Oh 
my god. But it's uh, it, yeah, it's pretty crazy, man. Yeah, sleep apnea is something else. My dad had it. Yeah. And he had passed away, and he hadn't been wearing his CPAP machine. But right. He was also sick. It was a whole bunch of things, but it was just I, watching him put it on. He hated it. Yeah. He hated this thing. Like, well, you should probably have to breathe at nighttime, so I should yeah. probably wear it. Well, I didn't. I was like, oh, so I'm having trouble sleeping. Whatever. Right. It seems so simple. <laughs> well, then the wife records me, and it's like, <laughs> like I'm about to die. So I'm like, right. wake me up. Yeah, how often does this happen? <laughs> like, what is happening? She's like, all night. That's how you sleep. Oh. Like, so I would just, I would get probably two full breaths in, choke right. for a good 30 seconds, and then wake up, and then go back to sleep. Uh-huh. So what ended up happening is anytime my body, it was happening not just when I'm driving. So if I were to sit here, we could be talking, and I would out. just pass out. Like, it would look. That's intense. It looks like a, we're about to like test me for. Yeah, narcolepsy. Yeah. That was the next step because it was like so uncontrollable. Jeez. There's nothing I can do. He figured it out. Right. So he That's told me, he's like, you have to stand. He's like, if your body thinks in any way, shape, or form it can fall asleep <laughs> without you dying, it will. Like, because it needs sleep that bad. And I was like. And now that you have your CPAP, it's, it's actually better, I right? actually had to get a BiPAP machine, oh, which is breathes in and out. So apparently, like. The breathing in is what it does. I think it blows in normally, yeah. right? Yeah. So what would happen is it would blow in and then my tongue would flap over my throat. Mm. And so then I wouldn't breathe back out. Right. Like, like it would just... I don't know what's going on. So now it's... <laughs> like it's a... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's for realsies. I'm on for oxygen. For realsies. <laughs> but hey. But you're not falling asleep going 70. Right. Freeway. I actually just spent uh, five hours driving home from Ocean Shores on and the totally fifth. Fine. Yeah. It was fine. Yeah, it was supposed to be three hours, but whatever. Yeah, three hours, the day after 4th of July. Yeah. What, it was like that five? That won't happen again. <laughs> it was five hours, yeah. 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 it sucked. We went up to Longview, because I was giving keys to a client. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good time, and her little puppy. Oh. Frank. Frank, is Frank he a bulldog? Is, no, he's oh, okay. a um, Australian Shepherd. Oh, okay. And he's old, and he's adorable. The name fits him completely, perfectly, okay. but... They have their big carnival in Longview okay. on the 4th of July. So this is the day before, and it was nuts then. Yeah. So I found the high school in the back. There are these kids that were taking for their, I think their softball turn, their softball team, okay. $5 for parking. But they're kind of hidden, so nobody saw them. I'm like, here's 10 bucks. Just donate extra. Right. I'm going to park back here. Save myself a headache. Yeah. It's so much fun. That's Great cool. people watching. Real people watching, okay. <laughs> yeah, Longview is pretty interesting. Yeah. You know, it's it's been pretty weird how much business has actually been pushing me up there a lot. I've my last, not total four closings, but three of the four of my last closings were in Cowlitz County. Yeah. And it's I think getting people to realize it's not what it was. Right. Like it's interesting. It's, yeah. you there's know, parts that there's are parts that not are desirable. Funny, but yeah. <laughs> it's it's affordable. It is. That, that's what I'm telling them. you can get a lot them. of a lot of. I, I tell everybody for a hundred thousand dollars less, you can get the same same house up there. I sold a house in Kelso, but it's back in the mountains, like Rose Hill. What is that? Rose Valley. I don't know. Something. Anyway, it's back up in there. It's completely custom house. Beautiful. Oh. Two acres for under six hundred thousand. Wow. Right. So it's. Yeah. You know, you can get a little. It's still a lot of money, but right. you know, this one that I closed that 
day before 4th of July that I was giving her keys to, it was a quarter of an acre lot just a, above and a completely remodeled house for under 400000 That's pretty good. So, I mean... Anything under four hundred is hard to find right yeah, now. Yeah, completely. But yeah. up there, it's getting... It's definitely... You're seeing more and more of it. You know, I've been dealing with a client for the past year and a half who's 275 and under. Oh. He just won't quit, though. It's, and the interest rates haven't messed him up? Yeah, they did. They did. Well, so the thing is, it's that... He's very just like if we're getting a house, it's under two seventy five. Oh, right? he's, so it's he's, not, there's no drive. Right, so it's it, he probably he's a proof around like three seventy five. Okay. Right, he just he won't do it because he's in construction. I can handle the house myself. Or yeah, it's whatever. But I'm like, but you can't do that if, like, I understand if you're going conventional. Right. But you're FHA. Like, right, you can't do that. Right. So, I mean, the house you get has to be livable now, and under 275, you're, you're killing yeah. it. Yeah. I wish there were more laid back ways for buyers to learn all of these things. Yeah. You know, not a salesy pitch kind of first time home buyer class, which are great. They're great. But at the same time, it's the, the most basic stuff people right. have a hard time with. And I had one buyer who didn't want to move up to Cowlitz County because it was a long drive. And I said, it's 30 minutes. Right. No traffic. Easy, West Vancouver, but just the thought of it was too much. Right. And it's it's also a nice drive. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah. I mean, I grew up in Los Angeles. I moved here when I was like high school area. All right. I've been here since high school. Okay. (laughs) I know I'm not one of the Californians. No, uh, no. But anywhere down there, it's an hour. It takes you an hour. So, like, 30, 45 minutes, and it's beautiful? Right. I'm into it. I worked downtown Portland for years and years Mm -hmm. and years, and I had to just walk away from it, and that's when I got into real estate, because I was spending easily three hours a day there and back, and I was working 10 hours. What did you do? I managed medical offices. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Out of high school, my husband and I moved to Lake Havasu City. We I grew up here. That's hilarious. My mom's trying to get a house in Lake Havasu right now. Really? Yeah, her boyfriend's down there. Oh, it's beautiful. It's cool, it's I guess. I haven't been there yet. Yeah, well, and I only lived here. I'd never been okay. anywhere else. So, so you just are visiting Lake Havasu? You moved there? I moved there. So straight out of high school. So my now husband, but right. boyfriend at the time, he had friends that lived there. And he's lived in Huntington Beach and Hawaii okay. and te- you know all the places. And I've lived here. Like right. I like trees and seasons. Right. And he said, let's get some sunshine. Let's just move to where the sun is. I'm like, cool. Why not? Why not? So yeah. we moved, packed up and moved to Havasu, which is the polar opposite of here. Yeah. Four years was plenty. It's too hot. The day we moved home, I think it was over 130 degrees. Mm. It was so bad. So. I'm, I'm complaining if it's over 70. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. they say, oh, it's a dry heat. It's hot. It's hot it's still. Hot. Yeah. It's so hot. But it was beautiful for a little while. But while I was there, I started going to school for medical assisting, medical office managing, okay. all that kind of stuff. And so I did everything from before technology and electronic charts, everything was paper charts. Okay. So I would work in the medical records department and it was a big clinic and we had this little tiny Datsun truck and we would have to drive to each clinic and collect all these paper charts. Whoa. Then we'd have to drive it back to the medical records room, which was just like a warehouse kind of, and file it away like the library. Whoa. Then you'd have to pull them out for office visits, and you'd have to find it and track it down, because that was tangible what the medical record was. It wasn't in a computer like it is now. That's nuts. Yeah. 
So I did that, and then I did some medical assisting and worked at Urgent Cares and kind of the gamut of stuff. And then we moved back here. I was in gastroenterology. Gastroenterology. So, butts and guts. Butts and guts. Butts and guts. For a lot of years. And then I kind of worked my way into managing a lot of the departments, several of the offices, doing their event planning and um, community outreach stuff. And COVID changed everything. Completely, even pre-COVID, you could see medicine was changing a little bit. Okay. And I got into it to help people. And it was becoming a corporate job. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. And I didn't want to have to fire anyone anymore. Yeah. You know? So I have some friends that were in real estate, and it was a long conversation. And it was one of those, I'm comfortable, I'm salary. Yeah, that's hard Right, but I'm also commuting to Portland and back. The bridge goes up, I can't get my kids in time. Then what? Right? Yeah. And so I just, I remember it was my birthday, like 2 a.m. I just sat up in bed. I was like, I'm going to go to school for real estate and I'm going to be a real estate agent. I'm going to quit my job. My husband's like, high five, go back to bed. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> nice. Like, okay. okay. And so I did it and I quit and I haven't looked back. So how long has that been? It'll be two years in August. Two years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're pretty fresh. Pretty fresh. Okay. All right. I didn't know that. Yeah. I you're doing pretty well. I'm doing good. Yeah. I'm not complaining. Okay. Last year I had 16. That's pretty good, yeah. One was in Florida, so a referral. And this year, I'm about to close my eighth next month. Nice. Yeah. So it's been busy. Yeah. Yeah. But I started, let's see, I was licensed in August of 2020. Are you doing both sides of the bridge? No. just Good call. Yeah. Well, I mean, (laughs) Oregon's its own beast. Yeah. Right. And for licensing and for fees and all of the... And for commuting again. And commuting. Yeah. To show a house, it's a whole day. It could be. It could be a right? whole day. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't want to go show a house in Gresham and then not be able to even make it back for two freaking hours. Right. You My know? kids have sports and gymnastics right. and, you know, I got away from that for a reason. Right. Maybe one day, but right now it doesn't make sense. I would have it more like, of course, I, I'm planning on doing the whole team thing and all yeah. that other crap. So if I get buyer's agents... I'm going to get licensed over there just right. to kind of do that kind of crap. Maybe put some listings and, right. and stuff of that nature. But I really don't want to be over there. No. I worked there for almost 10 years, too. I cooked. So, <laughs> so yeah, I worked my so way up know. there. I was like management, same thing, salary, all yeah. that other crap. But, yeah, man, it was just, it wasn't worth it. No. The taxes, the gas prices. The gas, now. paying a park. Like, is it, so, I was lucky that I didn't have to pay to park. But I could see that change. Well, I'm working at restaurants. Right, so you did. Uh, every like three, four bucks a day oh, wow. if I'm lucky. Right, if I get a good cheap. spot. <laughs> right, sometimes like fifteen dollars a day. So my first hour of work is for free. Right. You know, and then and then I get like upgraded. I'm making like fifty five was like the most I made. Mm. Right. But working like ninety hour weeks. Right. I mean, like ten dollars an hour. Yeah. It's not you worth know, it. like yeah, this. When you stupid. break it down like that. I'm here from open to close. It's closed like 2 a.m. Never seen my family, right. nothing. So, yeah, I, I think I was working before I left the doctor's office 70 plus hours a week. Yeah. Because everything was shut down, but doctor's offices weren't shut be. down, yeah. right? And so it's managing people that are working from home, and it was bizarre. Ooh. It was not a good time. And so it was a very good time to dig out. That'd be crazy. It was terrible. Well, I truly. heard a lot of it has actually stayed at home. Yeah. It's cheaper. I mean, it you is. don't have the overhead. I mean, some things you can't. Right. But, you know, the billing offices and schedulers and those types of remote work, 
they can work from home. There's no reason to pay for another office to house these people right. unless you want to control. Right, right. And then, and then at that point, like, you're almost losing money on controlling those people or paying right. the person to do that, right? Uh, so, 100%. I mean, people are either going to do their job or they're not. Just because right. you're watching doesn't make it, they just be sneakier. Right. Yeah. What I liked about real estate, though, is, right, you have salary and you know you're going to get your paycheck and you yeah. know what it's going to be and it's simple. I mean, the work isn't simple, but, right, right the paycheck, you know it's coming. Well, real estate, you have to hustle. You have right. to really work hard and you have to put it out there what you want. And then you have to figure out how to do it. And that's, I love that. Yeah. That's how I work. So it's, it's nice to know that you can just kind of say, this is what my goal is for the year. This is how I'm going to get to it. And just really put in the work and make it happen. And then it feels really good. When you're like, I did this and this and this and I helped these people and I didn't have to fire a single person. Right. Yeah. 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 That's fantastic. And I, I just love the harder you work, the more money you make. Right. You know, like. I can bust my, I was doing 80, 90 hour weeks, right? Like right. I, I can do it, but I wasn't making any more money for doing that. Right. It was almost like worse for me. My, my social life was non-existent. Mm-hmm. My family life was non-existent. And now I can do everything. I mean, I coach both my kids' soccer teams. Aww, I mean, I, I'm that. coaching strongman. I do strongman. I, I'm going to get back into kickboxing now that I'm all healthy and stuff. And like, and the cool thing is like, that's part of my sphere. Right. I can exactly. use that to work. I mean, how many people have I sold that go to the gym? Because mm-hmm. people that go to the gym I go to, who take things seriously, they go to work, they go to the gym, they go home. Yeah. That is it. They don't go out drinking. They no. don't go hang out. They don't do that shit because the people they care about are at the gym or at their house. Right. Right? So, like, those are the people I'm working with. Right. Because they don't, they don't even know anybody who's in real estate or anything like that. Half of them don't even have social media. <laughs> you know? Like, they're old school just power lifters that right. care about nothing. They make good money. They just want to be huge. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. It's the opposite of what everyone else wants. Well, it it is pretty weird because I I always said, like, I want to be able to not fit through a door either direction. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, just be so just absolutely massive that I have to, like, scooch through a door. (laughs) That's what I want. And it's a a weird feeling. And and people get it. Some people don't. Most people don't get it. You see someone who's just like a bodybuilder or something like that. Those guys who are just stupid huge. Yeah. And most people are like, right? Like, why would you even do that to your body? It's 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 so admirable to me. Well, they had a goal. Right. And they said, "This is what I want, and this is the steps I'm going to do to get there." You know, right? It's the same with anything. If you want something, you have to put in the work and you have to do it. And if you don't, it's going to show. Right. There is, there is nothing but hard work put into those bodies oh, because sure. it's just, and it's not even the, even in the gym. No. And most of the it's food. not. <laughs> food is most of it. I mean, yeah. when I'm getting ready for a competition, a big one, when I get to about 300 pounds, I'm about like 270 right now. Mm-hmm. So I get, I get very big, right? Um, but when I'm doing that, I'm eating like 10,000 calories a day. Every hour, I'm either eating a full meal or drinking like a 50 gram protein shake. And it's just, it, it's just all day, every day. And it's funny because, I, I mean, I don't want to bug you or whatever, but you eat, you just, you got to go shit. Like immediately. <laughs> right? So it's like, just bam, because you're just so, you're so packed. Cool. And so I say eight to 10,000 calories too, because um, if you ate 10,000 calories one day, you're not going to be able to eat 10 again. You know what I mean? Like it's just not going to happen. You're so no. full. I got to wake up at 5 a.m. to eat. 
just because there's not enough time in the day yeah. to interval this through because you can only That's absorb wild. so much protein and, and right. this and that. And, and it's a lot of effort and a lot of thought has to go in. Well, sometimes. It. I mean, I, I did uh, one of one of my favorite competitions. I was like 320 pounds and I dirty bulked the shit out of it. <laughs> so I ate anything and everything I could touch. And it was funny. We're down in California and... Uh, and we're at the dinner table. We all ordered food from, I think it was like In-N-Out or something. Yeah. I have the same amount of food as everyone else on the table. <laughs> everyone else. And when you eat that much, you got to eat fast. Because otherwise right. your, your body, your mind tells your body to stop. It's like, what is that movie, The Great Outdoors with John Kent? Did you see that where you had to eat so. the big steak? Oh, oh right. A certain amount it's of time. Kind of it's movie, like, yeah, yeah, you have to eat the gristle too. And he's just going, I can't. You're slowing <laughs> yeah. down. Yeah, it's like that. So you're like, so it gets to the point where I got a big old mouth and I barely chew. So I'll eat like, and you're, you know, in and out, right? Yeah. So like those double doubles, mm-hmm. I could take like four bites and be done. Just, just boom, boom. It's two bites. I'm pounding fries to kind of smush <laughs> it down. And then I'm pounding smush water to just shove it down my wow. face. And so I'm eating like four of those. And like three French fries, and I got a shake, and and then a, I got three glasses of water, and I'm drinking like two gallons of water a day too, because wow. it's just most of it's really just to shove shit down my face, you know. <laughs> that's what it's for. You like, just have to like lubricate it. So yeah, that's what it stomach. is, because it, it it smashes everything like right. almost immediately. Like French fries, any bread just melts, right? Like, that's yeah, crazy. But when well, I'm doing it right, it's like ground turkey and rice and vegetables, right? Like, and it's so much harder because it's more food. It's more food and usually less calories. So then you have to right. compensate. Yeah, it's it's pretty nuts. I'd prefer to dirty bowl, but I'm just sure. Well, so it doesn't sound terrible. Actually, normally what I do when I'm at my healthiest is I eat normal. Yeah. But a lot, right? So that works out better for me than anything because I cooked for so long that right. I make most of my own food. Like I don't I don't appreciate paying someone to make food that I could probably cook better. Right. Right? Like, right. that doesn't make any sense to me. So, yeah, this is a lot of fun. It sounds fun. Okay. It sounds intense, but it sounds fun. So, two years in real estate. Yeah. Sorry to just switch on you. Oh, I got right, ADHD. Go We're going to be all I over like the it. place. Let's go okay. for it. Um, what's your most horrific story? Oh, God. It can be client. It could be Ooh. other agent. I want to hear oh, just... Oh, God. I know it's sitting there right at the front of your brain right now. Oh, Yeah. I mean, there's a multitude <laughs> of little things that and, add up. And we don't have to use names, right? Oh, I mean, well, yeah. Unless, I mean, you, unless you really want yeah. it, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's the horrific house, and then there's the horrific people. Right, right? Okay. So the house, there's this house that one of my clients wanted to see. Okay. And it was listed as a fixer. The pictures, it looked fine. Okay. It was marked as conventional approved. So I'm thinking, good, good okay, photographer. Yeah, right. I pulled up to this house off, what is that, Ocean Beach Headed out of Longview. Okay. Red flag. I pull up to this house and I'm thinking, it said that no one had lived there a long time. Someone Uh-oh. was clearly living in this house. Okay. And I got there before my people did. And I'm thinking, okay, somebody might be in this house. So I did like kick the door open. Right. Because I didn't want to like be the first in, in case there was somebody there. Right. I was by myself. So I kick the door open and I'm looking around. The lights don't even turn on. There's duct tape oh. covering the floor. And then I go. My people come, and he's all excited. He thinks he's going ghost hunting yeah. with his little flashlight. Please don't fall through the door. <laughs> right. The floor, right? And so we go into this bathroom. It's the creepiest house. In the shower was this huge teddy bear 
just sitting in this run-down, dirty shower, and I'm just thinking, oh, God, this is way more than a fixer. It was. Did you poke the teddy bear? No. Okay. No, absolutely not. Just make sure no. it's not alive. Yeah, no, I kind of just <laughs> looked at it and ran away. Um, I have a lot of really weird interactions with men. So, okay. because we're public. Right? right, everything is public on Zillow and Realtor.com and online. Your cell phone numbers everywhere. Everywhere, yeah. The other night, I got a phone call at midnight, and it was over and over and over again. They were calling. It was from a number I didn't recognize, and I thought, and, and not a local number. Right. And I thought, I'm not answering that. It's ridiculous. Yeah, if they and, really need something, they leave a message. Right. Yeah. And they just kept calling. So I'm like, okay, well maybe there's some emergency, and right. So I answer it, and this guy goes, "Hi, is this Nicole White? Uh, are you a realtor?" And now I'm intrigued because now I'm awake and I'm annoyed, right. right? And I said, yeah, what, like, what do you want? Well, I have a real estate question. And he's dragging it out, right? Mm. And I'm thinking, okay, so what is your question? Do I need to go to a mental hospital? What? And I'm going, um, I can't help you with that. That's yeah. not something that's out of my realm of okay. helping. And he said, well, are you sure? I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure, bud. You should call your doctor. And I just yeah. hung up because I'm like, oh, my God. I get stuff like that all the time. I constantly stuff like that. That's weird. I mean, so I'll get the... I got. Let me see. I got a text, I think yesterday. Uh, and these are the ones I get, which are... I'm a dude, right? I don't, I'm not going to get the weird, like... I've had people ask for feet pictures. Or, yeah, or, or shit like that. I know women get one? that. Why are guys so I got gross? this. I don't know, but I got a <laughs> voicemail last year sometime. And it said, I just... What did it say? Something like, I just want to break the internet. Okay. And I'm like, okay, you That's do that, fair. buddy. Yeah. Go All for right. it. Hang That's out. it? <laughs> That's it. It was so weird. So I got this. It says, hi, good looking. Oh. I want to sit on you and feel how your blank wow. starts to whatever, wow. right? Uh-huh. And I'm just, and it says, add me on Snapchat. So like. That's the weirdest thing I get, <laughs> right? Like, weird. It's okay. It's a yeah. text, and it's also sent to 21 other people, and my number is numerically in order. Right. So fine. Right. Whatever, right? I get it. They got my number off of something, but that's like the weirdest shit I get. I mean, you heard Haley's, right? Yeah. Like, she thought she was going to get murdered yeah. by some dude. Like, well, I don't get shit like that. We went that. to this... this <laughs> Um, I think it was Stuart Title put on a class for realtors, for safety class, and the sheriff's department was there, and it was awesome. Well, they were talking about how our profession is the most dangerous because we literally do everything you're not supposed to do. You go into houses right. with strangers, and right. they're empty, and right. And so the next day I'm in the office, and I get a call from a guy who says he wants to look at a house, and he's a cash buyer. Okay. And I'm like, mm, okay, we'll see. So I had one of the other realtors go with me. So I'm thinking, I don't know if this is legit. Especially the first meeting. Right. Yeah. And so we get to the house, and they have ring cameras all Good. over, right? And so I open the door, and I wait, and here comes this Land Rover. Blacked out windows, no tags, nothing. Two giant men hop out. And they looked genuinely shocked. There were two women there. Oh. Right? And so we go in the house, and we're both kind of like, I have mace and a stun gun and all the things. Like, yeah. I'm ready. But we're all kind of keeping our distance. They were in and out of the house so fast. And they left. And they drove up, went around, drove up the street, flipped around, come hauling ass back, and then slowly drove past the house again and stopped at the end of the hill and just sat there for a long time. And so I called, my friend was a listing agent, I called her and we're telling her what's going on. I said, I'm not going to leave because if they know the house is empty, 
even though the seller's on his way back. Right. I'll wait until he drives away. Drives away. The listing agent, my friend, calls me later and said, did they walk in after you guys walked in the house? And I said, well, yeah. She goes, well, the ring camera turned off right after you guys walked in. Like, just at all the cameras in the house shut off. Completely what? shut off. That's crazy. Right? And so there's those scrambler things, I guess, yeah. that you can get. And I had no idea. I'm thinking maybe it was a glitch, but... You felt no. safer because there's a bunch of cameras everywhere. Well, yeah. Yeah. But they caught... They didn't catch them at all on any camera. So what? it's almost as if they drove up, they shut the cameras off. Because they didn't even catch them driving up. That's crazy. That is crazy. See, that's probably my most recent crazy story. Well, so I know, especially in Longview, Longview is actually the worst for it. Uh, when I first started, I've been doing this for six years now. Yeah. So when I first started, I'd shown out a lot of houses in Longview. I had to kick out a lot of squatters. Oh. But I'm also, again, like, I'm, I'm kind of a bigger dude. Like, right. I don't really give a shit. I'll walk. I'm like, give me a minute, right? And so I'll yeah. walk in and be like, look, just get your shit. Can you get out? You know, yeah. like, you got five minutes. Right. The cops are on their way. It's part of my job. I'm not being a dick. But I'm letting you know. Yeah. Just get, get out of here. Right? <laughs> like, and then I'll just come back out and be like, we're probably going to wait for this guy to leave for you yeah. to see this house. And most of the time it ruins it. Right? Yeah. They don't want to see that house right. now. Um, but at the same time, like, I have no problem doing some shit like that. Right. But I hear all the time these horror stories, especially with ladies. Yeah. You know, like, either just getting those random cash buyer calls, right? And, and just being weirded out the whole time. I mean. Yeah. I went and showed a house out in Amboy. It was right where the downtown is. It was almost like an old store that they had turned into a house, but completely run down, completely needed to be re, like torn down, basically. Okay. And I was waiting for my people to show up, and there was a car in the driveway. And you could see the town. I mean, it's right there. Right. And I get out, and I'm just kind of standing there because I know it's not my people. And he gets out and asks if I was a listing agent. I said, no, I'm waiting. My clients will be here any minute. He goes, can I go in and look? And I opened the door. I was like, go ahead. I'm not going in after you. You have three minutes to three get in minutes, and out okay. of this house. And he was like, oh, okay. But I took a picture of his license plate. And it's unfortunate we have to think about that kind of stuff. Right. Because there's recently been some sketchy things that have happened where uh -oh. some men have tried to pull people into a basement, real estate agents. Like when one in particular. Uh, in the last two months or something, it was a real estate. I won't say who and all the things, but someone in town tried to do that, lure someone into a basement. Luckily, it ended fine, but it was still, it rattles. That's scary. That makes you it's not want to work. You know? Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, that sucks. I, so it, it's those things that, like, stuff that I, I don't have to even right. worry about. Right. Right? Like, I mean, who's going to try and rape me? You right. know? Like, I mean, I'm a big dude, and... And I could probably creep out whoever's trying to do it right. more than, you know what I right. mean? Like, let's do this. Yeah, You exactly. know, like just be super weird about it or something. <laughs> but I don't know. I feel like as a realtor, as a female, like if you don't have a taser right. or, or mace or something, you, you you maybe shouldn't be showing houses. Right. Like it, it, it's scary. Right. It sucks. I mean, and how many times would you tell a squatter to leave? We, or would you See, just I look no in shame, and be like, no. you have no shame. Okay. percent <laughs> tell them to get the hell out. Right. Well, a lot of, a lot of people are, are scared yeah. that they're going to freak out or whatever, which I mean, I, I've no, I know quite a bit of people on a whole different right. ways of life. Right. I mean, those people are usually like, Oh shit. Like they're just right. Like, like oh, oh don't call the cops. I'm like, I already did. So you got five minutes. Right. And sometimes I won't even call the cops. I'll just call the listing agent and be like, look, someone's squatting in your shit. Right. And they're like, again, you no. know, like it's Longview. Right. I right. mean, it was happening so often when I started that 
It was just a thing. Yeah. Like, I would seriously, in certain parts of town, I would just be like, I'm going to go in, I'll come back out, and let you know it's fine. Right. You know, it's just, that's just how it had to go. Yeah. And it was, uh, it was pretty annoying. Yeah. But. You get some really, there's a lot, of, there's real estate agents, female, that have no problem meeting people they've never met before that just call and say, I'm not pre-approved yet, but I want to see this house. Right. I'm the one that says, you know what, let's get pre-approved. Let's do this. Do these things, especially in the market we're in, even though it's shifting a little bit, especially last year when they were gone in a day. Yeah. You blink and they're gone. But you kind of have to pull You have those. to. Yeah. And most of them required it. So yeah. that was kind of nice, but there were there are other agents that do it a little bit differently, and that's fine. It works well, for them. But for me, I would be terrified. That's just, that's just smart business, though. Right. It really is. I mean, you, you really should be... You should be vetting your clients a little totally. bit. Totally. You know? I mean, I don't know how many... My whole first year. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'd love to start looking into buying a houses. What do you want to see? You know what right. I mean? Like, let's go look at fucking houses. Yeah. I, I remember I showed a house down the street from my own house. Right here on that that uh-huh. road. Um, to myself. <laughs> because I could. Like, three yeah. days after my license. Um, of course, I didn't look at it on the MLS. I didn't do any of that shit. I walked into a pending home. Oh. I get a call on at dinner, and this lady is freaking screaming at me, oh, no. and I'm just like, "Sorry, oh. I just didn't know. Like, I didn't know I couldn't show that house." She's like, "You didn't even look it up." I'm like, "No, it's like down the street from my house. I just yeah. got my license, and so she should have got me. She could have got my license revoked right there, yeah. you know. But like, but she was going to be a little bit of wiggle room too. I mean, yeah, you're learning." Right. You know. right. And and she was she was ended up being nice about it. Of course she called pissed. Yeah. Right? Because her client's the one who figured it out. First of all, she got the box notification. Right. But her client's the one who called her because of course I left my card. Right. I just got my license and that's what you're supposed to do, leave right. your card. Well, why the hell are you leaving a card at a pending house? Right. Uh, I guess they were like a week from closing. Oh shit. So it had been pending a <laughs> oh, while. Oh, minute. Yeah. So oh, no. I had no idea, right? I like barely yeah. knew how to use the MLA. So right. it was that. Uh, well, and then there's two. The Northwest. Right, and, and which Raven. is a pain in the ass. Yeah, the it's Northwest. Northwest. I I, I'm it. so sick of them. I got a listing on there. I just did a... Oh, I have a nightmare listing at the moment. I've already oh, talked no. about it a little. And this guy is just pissing me off so much. Uh, I talked to Amy Azevedo. Yeah. She gave yeah. me an idea about throwing up... Um, she's like, just redo the pictures in Twilight. Pull yeah. the whole listing, relist it again, and Twilight them. And I'm like... Like, he's a hoarder. Like, oh. he just, he won't let me show the fucking house. And when he does, like, I forced a showing. The only showing we've had in two months. Oh. I forced it because I texted him. He didn't answer. And then he has the balls to call me the next day after and be like, hey, so did you still want them to see this house? I'm like, what? They saw it yesterday. He's like, well, you need to call and make sure. I'm like, you've never not answered a text message. Right. That's how we communicate. And then well, you just you're just looking for an out because you didn't clean it. I, right. I talked to the lady. The house was fucking disgusting. Your dogs were out. The lawn was like a foot high. Like what am I? How am I supposed to sell your house? You won't even take care of it. Right. Yeah, I have till the fifteenth to sell this house, or he's just gonna rent it out, and I don't even care anymore. So yeah. we twilighted the front and the back picture, and those are the only ones that are showing. I can't show the rest of the house. It's right. cram packed full of shit. There's a few of those recently. Yeah. Hoarder houses. Yeah. Makes it hard. I so, mean, it's almost like an investor when they have the, you have you can't see it till you buy it. Yeah. Which well, I hate because it just. Well, so I got that idea from uh, Ramona Locken. Huh? So she was the one who was like, just put up like two pictures. 
There's, I guess, a guy in Seattle who's, like, a mega agent who mm-hmm. just puts up two pictures. He's like, you want to see the house? Go see it. Right? That's how he does business. Wow. That's how he's always done it. And I'm like, fine. And that's what actually got us a showing. Because huh. I've had I, I've had two different sets of photos taken of this entire fucking house. The second set, before my... I showed up, luckily, I showed up early. So we're going to do photos at 10 a.m., um, open house at noon... And I was like, okay, so we'll do this and this, right? So so that way it'll be nice and pristine. I show up, nothing's mowed, nothing's... Oh. So I show up before the, the photographer's supposed to be there. Yeah. And this guy's like, is me having a yard sale going to be a big deal? <laughs> and I see a rototiller, a fucking lawnmower, like all over his garage oh, and lawn. I'm like, I hate you. Is it going to be a problem? I'm just like, well, why, are you, why are you doing this to are me? Are we okay, sir? I know. So then, <laughs> so then, of course, the next day, I have to have her come back. And the next day she shows up and everything's still where it was, except for it's inside. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So we had to, she took as many pictures as she could without garbage in them. Right. And then uh, we just spliced the two sets of photos together to make one fucking house. <laughs> <clears throat> this guy's That's a nightmare. Terrible. A nightmare. Well, you can't want it more than them. Right. If he doesn't want it, he doesn't want well, it. I want it bad. I know. I know you do. We all want those listings. Well, the thing is, too, it's one of those things where it's like, like one of those where you just want to be like, I fucking told you so. Right. How many times do I have to tell you so? Right. I told you to list this a month and a half before you did, because he lists it, and then the market starts to shift. Right. Right? And then you list it at 535 when I'm telling you 500's our top, and you no. just have to do 535, of course... I should have pushed harder and got the 500, right? right? I, I, I'm even doing um, some coaching right now. Uh, Brian Espelin, I don't know if you know who he is. No. Uh-huh. Uh, he's on the Tierney team, Amy okay. Tierney. Yeah. Um, he's coaching me right now, and, and he was just like, we're working on my listing presentation. Sure. Because that's my fault, letting him list a house that is under my name right. overpriced. So now that it's at 472, I said 475 now, but he wants to... <laughs> whatever. I'm at the point where I'm like, fucking whatever, dude. Do whatever you want, bud. Yeah. But, so it was 535. It should have been at 475 to begin with. Wow. And it just, like, I was like, 500 is tops. He's like, well, I think we can get 535. I'm like, no, dude, that's not going to work. Like, yeah. He's like, well, we'll do this, and then if it doesn't work after a week, we'll change it. But then it's sitting there, and right. then it's like, and now it's been death. two months, and we've had one showing, and it was a garbage showing, and she Aww. was pissed. Like she called me, like these dogs are out. Like are these gonna bite my clients or what's going? On? I'm like, no, no, they shouldn't bite you. I'm so sorry. Like, what am I supposed to do? Do I have to show up to every fucking showing first and mow your goddamn right. lawn? Well, you know, <laughs> like put your dogs. Ugh. Oh, that is horrible. I, I haven't had that yet. Yeah. I bet just right square in the nose. Yeah, he's an interesting dude, but tricky. Yeah, I haven't had that yet. I've had two listings last year, and it was you know in that first time home buyer price range. Right. Where 14 offers in two days and just right. flew off the market. The, the problem was, I'm telling this guy, I'm listing it Thursday. We're, po- we're po- posting it up Friday, showing Saturday, Sunday, reviewing Monday. Right. Because that's what I've been doing all fucking year. Uh, all for the past year and a half, I've been doing that. I put his goddamn house up. I got one showing in two months. What? I just... Mm. I know. <laughs> you know. Like, yeah, and, and oh, same thing. Like 10, 15 fucking offers by Monday. Right. That's what he Crazy. expected, too. And I'm like, maybe you should listen. Yeah, I've been, yeah, right? I mean, I've been lucky enough that the sellers that I've had were fantastic. Right. I mean, and I just, I have a listing. It's a little manufactured home. Closes next Friday. Nice. But you price it right. 
Yeah. Right. But the sellers have to be okay with that too. You know, right. cause I'll sit down and go with them and say, okay, here's your max. If you, you're going to get less interest. Yeah. If you go too low, right. But there's a sweet spot where, there it, is. where it hits everything. It hits all the MLSs or the searches where people are, well, maybe I shouldn't spend this much, but then it'll show. Right. right. And then, and then what we want is, is more activity right. and more better offers. offers. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it was interesting because this last, not this one, but the one before uh, my last listing of the year last year, we listed it just shy, like just a shy where it should be because I knew the comps were so good. I mean, there were three exact houses on the same street that closed within three months. Wow. So it's like, I know what they're going to comp at. And so you get these agents that come in that go way above, but they don't have a plan. Yeah. Right. And so the seller, luckily she was an underwriter. Oh, right? nice. Okay. So we have 15 offers, I think, on this yeah. house. And so I do a little synopsis of each one, print them out, do a sit down. We go through it. And she's like, nope, 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 that one. Yeah. I was like, okay. Well, because I feel like what people don't quite understand is we're not just here to like get you as much money possible right. for this one, right? That is, of course, our job, but... There's so much more behind right. it. Is like, it how does close? this look? Is yeah. it going to appraise? Is is it gonna? Yeah. Is it is it the right financing? Right. Does it look like these numbers match up? Is the appraisal right? That's fantastic. It's a hundred thousand dollars over. Are Done they what? are they putting a twenty two eighty on it for the difference? Yeah. yeah. Are they covering that extra? Like, or or is it coming all the way back down? Right. Anyways, and on well, this manufactured home, it's just an itty bitty little thing. Yeah. It's under forty thousand dollars. I mean, it, it's a one bedroom. It was a two. But okay. he switched the second bedroom because it was so small into a um, washer dryer storage room. Okay. It was a small little thing. Right. 55 and over community, but he had passed away. And so it's his children that were selling it. They live in different states. Oh, okay. Right? And so I live up the road. Yeah. So my husband's mowing the lawn to yeah. get it ready for photos. I mean, it's a baby lawn. But they still had furniture in the house. So they said, whatever's there can stay. Like, okay, older manufactured home. So, right, it's as is. Buyer can have all the things. We got three offers in a day. Yeah. But, I mean, it's priced in that, but it's cash only, too. So, right, it could have right. gone either way. Well, yeah, because those are hard, too. I've, I've right. sold a couple of manufacturers in parks. Right. They're People tricky. People don't get it. Yeah, like it's financing tricky. on them. They're like, well, where can I get financed? Don't do that. Yeah. It don't. takes so long. What do you want, like a 15, 20% interest rate? Like, right. crazy. It's going to be so high. And then right. you have to get park approval. Right. And all the things. But then we had one offer that came in 10 over, as is, no inspection. They kept everything. Oh. Like, we don't, we want all the things. Like, Interesting. <laughs> perfect. Okay. And that was important to them. You know, it didn't have to be crazy above, but it was the terms. Right. So but getting buyers to know, like, you don't have to go. I mean, sometimes... Yeah. Depending on the house, but I think now it's a little bit less than well, it was. Every circumstance is different. Right. But you want the best offer for your client. Right. That top dollar amount isn't always it. No. No. Yeah. And I have buyers right now and they're in town and before they got here they said, Okay, what should we do to write an offer? And I'm like, I can't answer that question until we see the house and we know right. the situation. Because it's so different. Every the seller may house, want to yeah. rent back or you know, highest and best or whatever it is, then you can tweak it a little or, bit. Or you'll get an agent, one agent will answer the phone and be like, just submit your highest and best. Right. Stop messing with me. Like, right. just do whatever the best. Okay, thanks. And then you'll get another one like, well, I have three offers. Here's where they're at. This is the financing they're having. And, uh-huh. and I'm like, is this legal? The amount of information you're having? <laughs> like, I'll take it. But are you telling right. everyone else the same thing? Well, and that's the thing too is like, 
I, f- I find that the smartest move. Yeah. Like, I'll lay shit out. Like, mm-hmm. this is what we have. This is what it is. Yeah. This I mean, is how it's I going. I think it's as long as your seller's fine. Right? right. 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 So as long as you're working out for your client's best interest. Right. right? And, and an offer is an offer. But, uh... Yeah. As long yeah. as it's easiest to close. I mean, it doesn't have to be... But people don't. Yeah. yeah. The general public doesn't well, understand I've, it. Well, I've won a listing just, uh, like, like the rentbacks. Yeah, Those same. are huge. I've won a, I've won a twenty thousand dollars less because they couldn't go any higher. Right. But they did a free rent back for two months. Done. Yeah, I mean that's easy. Yeah. It's yeah. wild. Yeah, the market's interesting. Last year when it was just you, ha- if you didn't get in to see a house in a day, too bad for mm-hmm. you. And so this one buyer, it was we had been looking forever. We submitted so many offers, and it was like twenty offers, thirty offers on a house. There's this one little house, and. I get there, and the cleaning people just left, but they locked everything, including the lockbox inside the, because it had one of those metal oh, screen no. doors, yeah. and they locked it, and I called the listing agent. She's like, break in. Like, you want me to break? So I'm like getting in a window. Mm-hmm. Break. Luckily, the contractor who worked on the house lives across the street, but I popped the window open and broke myself into yeah. Like, I will do whatever it takes. Right. Whatever we have to do, but now it's it's so different than it was last year, where you have sometimes a little more time to go yeah. see these houses and it's... yeah i mean i don't know I, I showed houses yesterday all day two little castle rock windlock like wow. up there and they were two different sets of clients and they were both from vancouver and in that situation i got a big truck i'm very mm-hmm. comfortable um so i'll take them with me and it was one of the most exhausting days of <laughs> Because it's like, you got to smile, you got to talk, yeah, it's a 45 minute it. drive, and then we go, we see the three, four houses you want to see, right. now we're coming back, now I'm picking up another couple, and I'm going, you know, and it's oh, like, i got to drive very all the nice way back up there. very nice of you to like, drive them. Well, it, it, the thing is, it's like, there's no point, I've already set that standard with these two clients. Oh, okay. Right? So like, it's most of the time, it's at different times. Mm. Different days, all that right. other stuff. But yeah, it, they both safe. wanted to see stuff this weekend. I'm out of town. Oh, uh, well, that's fine. We'll just go Wednesday. Okay. Now right. I have two clients, two couples, right. that both want to go out all day on Wednesday. And I'm like, ah. Oh. I think I showed nine houses today. Yeah? One big circle. Jeez. Yeah. I try. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. like, I don't mind showing the houses. I actually really love it. It's yeah. the scheduling and mapping it out. That's hard, yeah. That's my, I hate it. So, because it's, okay, is this house closer to this one or this one? Which one should we see first and then second and then third? And then, and this couple, they're very sweet. They take a long time. Oh, no. So I have to remind them, okay, we only have a certain amount of time. There's other people coming. Let's get going. But, but I might be writing an offer. So. That's good. Not mad about it. Yeah. Oh, so that was the same thing. I, I wrote two offers this morning. One for each of the clients. Nice. Luckily on different houses, right? Yeah. I, we showed, I showed two of the same houses to, to oh, both of them. Oh, wow. Well, they're, they're, it's funny. One of them is like in the eights, mm-hmm. but we'll go all the way down to the threes, right? Mm. Just depending on the house. So they're, right. they're downsizing. Yeah. If they feel like it. Right? So if the house is is up to par they're retired they're they're well they're fine right, right? so if it's an eight hundred thousand dollar house but they absolutely love it they'll pay that they're fine with that but they'd nice. like like 400 right maybe on an yeah. acre with a nice view okay right and the other one there's are like from three to five 
Yeah. Right? So we ended up showing, I showed two of the same houses because they were beautiful homes. And huh. uh, it was uh, it was just funny. They, they didn't like, neither of them liked either of those two houses. But Interesting. Yeah. yeah, actually one of them is, this is that one over there. Oh, but. nice. It's like six six ninety nine or some shit okay. that we're doing. It was beautiful fucking home. Two yeah. acres, like I, I was a little surprised it was it was priced at what it was. Yeah. It's six ninety nine two acres in uh Kelso. Kelso, I think it is. Oh, okay. Sixteen hundred square feet. Interesting. Yeah, that's why I was like six ninety nine, huh? Okay. That's, that's up that's up there. It's beautiful and the whole lot is chopped. Right, uh-huh. so so it's like so it's, it's like probably, flat acres. Well, it, it's an acre and a half of like flat grass, oh, okay. and then like a like a half acre of just like a little forest over here. Okay, it's very pretty, uh-huh. like low maintenance if you're cool driving a tractor, right? Yeah. Like little and he's fine with that. riding the lawnmower. Koozie. So he's fine with <laughs> right. So he's cool with that, but so we'll, we'll see. But huh. it's been on the market for like twenty five days or something. Yeah, like that, so. the, all the ones that I saw today were around twenty to thirty days. Really? But the one they really like, so I call the listing agent to see if they have anything. She goes, oh, we had three showings today. Oh, no. And man. they haven't had anything for a week, so I'm going, of course. Right. Of course. Well, That's so what we're going to do. I did a bunch of research. Did you know that uh, 4th of July weekend is one of the slowest weekends in a year? Huh. For, I figured because there's like no listings. Well, but it drops up. from like, so uh, the RMLS shows like around 3,500 during the week before. Yeah. Uh, it drops down to almost like 700. Wow. Like there's that many that are just not showing. And that's 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 doors opened. Not even just requests. Oh, okay. Right? So it goes from 3,500 down to like 700. That's Jeez. nuts. That's yeah. insane. Yeah. I'm not surprised though. Because I had one buyer message me because I have her on a drip of, right. of houses. I haven't gotten anything in a couple of days. But she's no. on the, she's an investor, so she wants to buy rental properties. Okay. And she doesn't want to spend over X amount of dollars. Right. She's like 425 430 which is small in itself with what's available in Vancouver. Especially for investing. Specifically for what she's looking for. Okay. Right? And I said, yeah, because there isn't anything. It was a holiday weekend. Right. Yeah, anybody who would put up a listing on, on 4th of July weekend is probably not the, it's just not a good idea. You know, well, it's kind of scary. A lot of people town. Yeah insane but yeah so what do you see yourself doing like uh real estate wise like what do you i know you're Mm -hmm. working sunday yeah right um bunch of cool ladies over there yeah i love it really cool i met with when i first was kind of looking at teams and companies and all of that i met with amy azabito and amy tierney and knife and all of them talked to patty siebold and that's cool she's cool and but i met with shannon first Okay. And so, you know, when you keep going back to something, yeah. you're like, okay, that's what it is, right? And so I'm glad I did because they're awesome mentors yeah. and, you know, kind of took me and said, okay, you're coming with me to listing appointments and you're going to come with me and do all these things. And nice. so I know that I have someone I can call, whether it's a designated broker or Shannon yeah. or, you know, and some of the other real estate agents, we will go to coffee once a week. We'll just sit down and we'll like brainstorm. What are we doing? What that's, do we have going on? That's and pretty cool. Yeah, so it's nice. It's a team without the team, That'd without be... the payment of a team. Right, right. I was gonna say. That's what I mean. Without the payment of a team structure, yeah. but it's very laid back, which is really nice. And I love the marketing side of everything and social media and yeah, advertising. And so I'm really kind of honing that in a little bit more. 
and playing with what works and what doesn't. So that's why you brought up Larry Hales. Cause he's the yeah, man. and I've yeah. talked to him before, and he's awesome. But my um, uncle owns an advertising agency on the oh. East Coast. And so when I first started getting into real estate, I'm like, give me someone to talk to because I have questions, right? Because I knew the direction I wanted to go, which isn't just sales all the time, just real right. estate all the time because it's oversaturated and people tune out. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so we kind of talked a little bit and solidified that, okay, what I'm doing makes sense for me, which is more of, you know, I'm a mom. I like to go hiking. I fall down a lot because I wear high shoes. (laughs) Okay. Right? So, like, ridiculous stories that happen and come up and I share things like that. And so seeing what gets traction is it has been really interesting on social media. It's been pretty interesting. I think one of the biggest, uh, I'll show you on the way out. I, I, I love art. Okay. I'm a huge fan of art. Um, one of my paintings, it's not a painting, it's a drawing, mm-hmm. right? Um, but it is um, from El Salvador, mm-hmm. uh, and it was hand-drawn. It's just, it, I'll show you. It's amazing. Okay. But one of, the, one of the most traction I've ever got on any video was uh, I just, there's a huge explanation because it was done for a project. Mm-hmm. I bought this off of a college girl. Oh, fine. And it was her, her like, uh, it was an art project for her. And uh, she has this huge explanation. It's all in Spanish because we're in El Salvador. Okay. Right? And uh, and then I just kind of, like, go over the, I, I kind of zoom out and you can see the, the whole picture. But then I zoomed way in. And mm-hmm. I'm like, 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 the hair in it's phenomenal. Oh, like, wow. it's all just. Super detailed yeah. and really well done. So I think I should do a little bit more on, like, artsy stuff. Because yeah. people seem to really really kind of pull on it it's so funny because i'll spend a whole bunch of time on some video or some ad or some something i'm like this is great everyone's gonna love it and it's like it's nothing yeah it's okay but it's one of those things it's like you read the algorithms and you don't try to think too much about it i'll just just, post things i post more yeah yeah i just post things that make me laugh and if other people don't like it i'm still laughing right it's still funny to you right it's still funny to me but Doing those community forward-facing things, like a yoga class. And I do a food drive in the fall where I pick up food donations off people's doorsteps. That's cool. They don't have to go anywhere. Stuff like that is kind of where I'm headed, I think, a little bit with my real estate stuff. Because yeah. I live on the west side of town. Okay. So the west side of town is where, and that's where Sundin is. And so that's where I kind of market a lot, is over there. Not solely, but um, so it's been kind of nice to see the different activities and the different ads and how they bounce off of each yeah, side of town. Because they're going to hit, yeah, differently in yeah. every part of town. Yeah, it's interesting to watch, for sure. Yeah. Well, because I know I did a, oh man, I don't know if you've seen it. Maybe, maybe not. I did a, a rap music video. I have not. It's real estate related. Okay. And it's fun because, like, realtors, you're going to get most of the jokes. Right. Right? Like... Like, in there, there's a part about um, old ladies calling me hun and old men <laughs> calling me son. You know? Like, oh, it just... Oh, yeah. But I spent, like, three months doing this. And it was seriously, like, the whole time, like, people are like, why are you doing that? Like, you're not a rapper. Like, and the whole time, I'm like, I don't give a shit. This is going to be so much fun. funny. It was fucking hilarious. Yeah. And uh, actually, uh, a friend of mine, his name is Manny Lico, it's called DJ Lico. And uh, he's actually up here performing at the Roseland right now. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, he's up here with X, X something. They're, they're Hispanic, so it's in Spanish. Oh, okay. But um, he was like, I showed him the video for the first time. And I'm like, fucking almost purple. 
because he's he's a professional, right? Like right. he hangs out with Snoop Dogg, and he was he was like good friends his, with Nipsey Hussle, uh-huh. like all that stuff. And so it was just, I th- I was just I felt so stupid. But he was like, "This is fucking hilarious." <laughs> he's like, "You got a good cadence. This is working really well." So I did it with uh, do you know DC Lending? Uh huh. Um. So James Sands. Mm-hmm. I have his Ferrari in the video. Uh, I have. Uh, I'm doing it with a uh, Cole Rover. Do you know who he is? I've met him in son. person, but yeah. Yeah. So uh, we're we're pretty good friends, and so he's in the video because oh, you know fun. you gotta have like. Have you posted this video? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's probably about it. two years ago now. You're gonna have to send it to me. But uh, I have to watch that. It's so much fun, and it well, was. And if you're doing something that makes you laugh and you're having fun, people see that. If right. it's just the TikTok video that's straightforward and you're just, you know, like a robot, right? it's not, at least to me, going to be received. If you're genuinely having a good time and you're having fun, people know that. Well, I feel like once you start really harping on something, people stop listening to Oh, 100%. You no, know, I, I got a, I'm not going to mention his name, but he's been making a lot of real estate related videos lately. And... I liked his videos before because they're about like, he's like, I finally got the fucking trim done. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. finally, like just shit like that. And yeah. it was it was funny, man. It's not like I'm sitting it's here. relatable. I'm not watching a 10 minute fucking video, right? Right. But then you're like, let me tell you what the market was doing today. And I'm like, nah, pass. You know, yeah. like, I don't, I don't give a shit, you weird block face dude. Like, <laughs> like, you know, it turns from him having a great time and really just being funny. Right. To where that's, the other side's not him. Yeah. I don't want to see that. Well, and I think videos are being pushed so hard yeah. right now that they're almost too much. I mean, I love that people are out there. They're putting themselves out there and they're doing it and, you know, trying different things. I think that's awesome. But when you're doing it every single day yeah. and it's, I mean, I don't know. I love making videos, but most of the time it's my dogs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because they're ridiculous. Yeah. But. I'm going to make more of my goats. They're you idiots. should. Yeah. A goat rap video. Oh, that'd about be great. trim. Right. Yeah. Right, there we go. There, yeah. Onto something. Yeah. Or onto we'll something. do some uh, we'll do some goat yoga. There you go. Yeah. See next thing. Yeah. So you'll have to come. I heard so it's actually a pretty big thing. Goat yoga. I know I can't get past like what if they shit on you. They're, they're, little, they're little beads. They just roll around. Gross me Gross. Gross me <laughs> All right. Well, then you might not like the backyard. Uh, well, <laughs> as long as I'm not... It's not on my head. Well, so the, they actually have their own section of the yard. Uh, the funny thing is they have they have a full-size trampoline. <laughs> the right? goats have their own trampoline. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's not there. It's everybody's, right? But it's in their <laughs> area. Their uh, but there's, there's just little pebbles all over Aww. it. It's fucking funny, That's man. So and they're, funny. they're dwarf goats. So they're not like the huge, massive goats. So Saturday at 10 a.m. on <laughs> okay. Officer's Row, bring a goat, do yoga. I'll have to bring them both. They get pretty pissed okay, if, the, if their brother's not there. So they're both boys, too. Okay. I didn't want to deal with all that milk and bullshit. Like, yeah. You have to have, get them pregnant first. I just, nah. No. I'm good. That's terrible. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's a lot of thought. I, I just, I just wanted that. goats. You yeah. Know, it sounds fun. And, and the dogs are... do okay with the goats? Uh, are so... they separated? So when we first got them, these goats, first of all, if you get bottle babies, is what we call what they're called, the baby babies, right? Uh Like, so these these goats are like two weeks old. And you have to keep them in the house for eight weeks. Oh, wow. And I'm like, fuck, like, they're they're animals. They're just going to piss and shit everywhere. So we had diapers, which turned into, we had to put them in full baby clothes. (laughs) Because they're boys, so their penises go up. So you put a diaper on them. And they're just pissing out the top of them. 
And I'm like, yeah, this is so Who worthless. Knew? I had no idea. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy, right? And 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 their favorite thing to do is to pee on the highest thing available. So now they're on the back of my fucking couch, pissing down the wall, right? Oh, so like, God. so we had clothes on them and all that other stuff. But I I would recommend bottle feeding goats to anybody because now most goats will kind of run from you and then like not want anything to do with yeah. you. These things will fucking scream at you if you don't give them attention. Oh, that's so funny. They want it. Sounds like all. the children. Yeah, 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 just like yeah. mine too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, how old are your kids? My daughter's gonna be thirteen this month. Oh, that's I, an age. That's an age, and my son is seven. Okay. So a little bit of a split, but she's going to summer camp next week for the first time. Oh. She's been begging for years, but then the second she heard that she can't have her phone, Uh-oh. she wasn't so sure, and I said, "Sorry, you already yeah. signed up, paid for. I'm dropping you off. You're going. You're gonna have a great yeah. time." But it's interesting to see the difference between the two. Yeah. Because, I mean, not just the age, but their personalities. My daughter is very headstrong and opinionated, and she's a hustler. She's like, I'll make $10 doing this thing, and she'll go out and do it, right? And my son's just quiet. He just wants to play superheroes. Yeah. (laughs) Ride his bike and color on the sidewalk, you know. So they're a lot of fun. Definitely no more kids, though. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I made sure of that here yeah. recently as well. Like, <laughs> yeah, no. I, I got haven't. a 14-year-old boy and a 10-year-old daughter. Okay. And my daughter's definitely oh, probably the same. Yeah. Like, she's just super headstrong, very independent, uh-huh. very just like, she will fuck you up. Yeah. But my son is like, and she's she's tiny. Yeah, she's so teeny tiny. tiny. Right? She's, she's like the smallest kid in her class. And my son is 14. He's He just hit six foot tall. He's like 220 pounds. Big old fucking kid, and he's just such a sweetheart. Aww. You know, so it's, it's so funny, man. Well, Shannon, the own Sundin, yeah. she has horses, oh. and she has a Clydesdale, and my daughter loves horses, so she took Madison, my daughter, to her barn yesterday to hang out with her daughter, and so she was there the whole entire day, and I texted Maddie, and I said, are you having fun? She goes, never pick me up. Never oh, Okay, <laughs> right? Okay, great. You're not getting her well, back. Well, she comes home, she goes, I ran, rode Shannon's horse. The Clydesdale. Oh, my God. This teeny little thing. was. Yeah. I'm just trying to picture it in my head, what that must have looked like. Well, so I guess, like, the big, monstrous horses are almost, like, the sweetest uh-huh. fucking things. Yeah, I guess she's super, super sweet. Yeah. But I'm just picturing this tiny little thing <laughs> on this massive horse. Yeah. But she had so much fun, so. Well, I, I definitely, I want some land eventually. I want some horses. Yeah. But I'm going to have to get a Clydesdale. Because I am in love with animals, so it like hurts my feelings to like get on a normal size horse. Aww. I'm like, are you, are you okay? Yeah, like I'm a big guy. Are you sure you got this? Yeah, you know? you, like, let's have a pep talk. I, w- I want a horse that's gonna barely notice me on its back. Yeah, you know that's that's yeah. what I want. Yeah, then we can sure. just chill and just yeah. walk around. I don't I don't have to lead you. Let's no, just do shit. Just do the thing. Yeah, why There's, not? I went a few years ago. Now there's a wine tasting tour on horseback. Whoa. In Dundee. Okay. My mom found it. And so we go and there's bottle holders, like wine bottle holder holders, excuse me, in the saddle. What? So you get on the horse That's and you ride to the winery and you tie up the horse and you go do the thing and then you ride to the next one. And it was so much fun. Interesting. It was so much fun. Okay. It was definitely an adventure. But my horse untied herself. Oh no. And just stood there. I'm like, oh great. Because I didn't tie you up, so you can't blame me. <laughs> the oh, horse man. getting loose, but it was so much fun. That sounds like a lot of fun. It was awesome. Yeah, I want to do that again. Yeah, I love riding horses on the beach and stuff. It's yeah. Fun. yeah, 
Yeah. yeah. Horses are a good time. But anyway, yeah, just picturing Maddie on this huge, giant horse just cracks me up. So, back to your plans. Yes. Right? Sorry, I know we're all over the uh, place. No, we, um, we would be. So, are you trying to be the next Sundin? The next Sundin? Yeah. I don't think that I can be the next Sundin. Like, are you trying to own the next no, Sunday? Like, I'm trying no. to do all that? Are you? I think I've managed people long enough. Okay, that's fair. I don't want to do that again. Yeah. I just, I love the independent contractor thing that I have going on. I love the being a part of the team, but I don't want to own my own brokerage. Okay. Um, I love, obviously, to, I mean, selling houses is awesome. Yeah. And I love doing it. But I get so much joy out of helping the people that are doing it. Right? Yeah. Paychecks are great. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I like shoes. They're nice. Yeah. They're very nice. But it's that end result where you get to see the people and they're holding the sign and they're so happy. They can't believe they bought this house. Right? Right. I want to kind of keep that forward momentum going, either whether it's listings or buyers. But I just, I want to grow within the company and grow as a, as a broker yeah. over the years. I don't want to own my own brokerage okay. whatsoever. It's the managing people thing. Right. I did it way too long. I'm jaded. Not fun. Yeah, I, <laughs> no. I was in management in, in kitchens. Yeah. And it was absolute garbage. It just I takes, it. I mean, personally, it takes away yeah. some of that. What I really, really love about real estate, it would take away some of that for me because then you're focused on this other piece. Right. You're focused on the either the designated broker, or the managing broker piece of it. Where you have to double check everyone's work and you have to make sure everything is right. Right. I did always hate that. You know yeah. what I mean? But I would rather just be able to do my own thing. Well, that's cool. You know? So just kind of chill and, and just kind of yeah. keep doing what you're doing. Build, yeah. up, uh, build up some more business. And do you have like a, like a number goal that you would like mm. just be astonished to hit? Let's see. Last year I said, okay, I'll just do 12. One a month. I'll call it one a month. And I got to 16. So nice. this year I said, how about 22? I don't know. With the market shifting, I want to be realistic. Okay. But, you know, if I did what I did last year, I'll be fine. I'll be happy with it. Right. You know, it's, I think there's a lot of brokers right now that are putting so much pressure on themselves and they're saying, yeah. okay, let's, I want this goal that's way out here and then they don't reach it and they feel defeated. Yeah. You know, by the yeah. end of the year, it's like, well, I didn't do it. I must be terrible at what I'm doing. It's, you know, there's got to be a little give and take to it. So I don't want to under shop, like shop myself or I guess set an unattainable goal potentially. Right. right? Especially with the market shifting. So I want to just keep going, keep going forward. Maybe one day I'll do the managing broker thing, but it's not just when my you get kind real of house. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I, I really do love the social media and the marketing side of it. And I've had people reach out asking to pick my brain about that. So maybe something in consulting in the future. That'd be cool. Yeah. Because I, I, I thoroughly enjoy coaching. Yeah. You know, like whether it's soccer or, or powerlifting mm -hmm. uh, or strongman or whatever. Yeah. Um, it is, it is, it's very rewarding to see someone achieve a goal that you help them achieve. For sure. The coaching side of it, I do love. The mentorship, yeah. that kind of thing. I do, I'm used to that because that's what I did too. I mean, aside from hiring and firing and all of that stuff. Right. But I coached and mentored people. And so when we get new agents, even though I'm still newish. Yeah. Like, let me show you something that works for me. Right. right? It may not work for you. But it yeah. works for me. Right? Well, and it's so. just, and it's little things, you know? Yeah. Little things that may help. I, my biggest thing is, uh, I always go up to new agents, and uh, I'm always like, Larry Hales. 
fucking Larry Hales. And the main reason I do that is because, first of all, he's helped me quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And then second is uh, he he basically helped build Carly Bardock. Bardock? Bardock, Bardock. Yeah. 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 He helped build her. Mm-hmm. She literally attributes her success to Larry. Wow. Such a nice guy. And yeah. I was like, what? Like, yeah. you're, you're seriously saying that, like, this dude helped you, like, become what you are. Like, yeah. And, of course... You can you can be humble and hand Larry whatever right, but at the same time you you know she's busting her ass of course right completely. But at the same time that she can attribute her success at all to one thing and and, and right. it's Larry like right. so anytime there's a new agent I'm like you need to speak to Larry Hales you need to get out there and do all yeah. that shit because you get so much emails and phone calls of just bullshit <laughs> advice and people yeah. saying I can grow your business and I can manage your social media and I'm right. like you know what I'm a okay I want quality right over spending all this money and what are you going to do for me that i'm not already doing for myself right where i I know i could pick larry's brain or ask questions or you know do all those things and get some actual value out of it versus the person that just calls you on the phone that says your social media sucks i want to take over yeah you get that yeah you'll be getting that a lot i'm like have you even looked at it are we okay (laughs) you know so yeah i i think consulting and doing a little mentoring or coaching or something in the future would be a lot of fun because I like, I like a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. All right. Well, physically, how about? Physically. Oh man. If I could hike Silver Star Mountain and not die a little bit, that would be cool. But I don't want my cousin to know. Okay. (laughs) Because then he'll make me go again. Um, I think just building strength up again. Because, you know, I'm at the age, I'm almost 37. Okay. Where I did the yo-yo dieting. I did that. I have to fit into this outfit. I have to look a certain way. And I'm at the point where it's, as long as I'm comfortable Mm -hmm. and I feel healthy. I'm healthy. I'm doing all the things. I'm not, you know. One of my biggest things is, uh, like like I said, when I, I can still run a mile. Yeah. Like, the thing that started this entire journey for me is a pretty scary time at... You've been at Eight Capes? Yes. You ever climbed up? Uh-huh. You know the wall? Yeah. Uh, I'm like 300 pounds of nothing, right? So I've been working out for about eight years. So this is before that. Okay. 300 pounds of just fat dude. <laughs> and uh, I realized that if I was going to die or get up this wall, I'm going to die. It's a hard one. I mean, it's intimidating, well, too. I mean, if it's you've like never... A, it's like a seven, eight-foot wall. Yeah. Right? If I can get my hands up there... Right. Why can't I get up there? I'm not strong enough to save my own fucking life. Right. And and it's funny, because then you start getting into all this other stuff, where it's like, like people hanging off cliffs and then pulling themselves all the way back up there. People don't quite understand the strength that yeah. would actually one take. One pull up, I can't. Right. One well, day, maybe. <laughs> well, I can do like eight. Okay. Right? And and I, I don't count pull-ups where you're swinging. Right? Okay. So it's all the way down. All the way up. All the way up. Right? Those are the only ones that count because those are the only fucking ones that are going to save your life. <laughs> it's going to you know? save your life on the eighth cave's wall. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So now I can literally, I won't let anybody ever help me up that wall again. And it was literally, I'm there with, uh, with a young men's group. Right from our church, oh, no. and uh, I I ended up I threw my backpack up there, and there's one dude trying to shove my big ass up. These kids are grabbing my arms. We end up having to put my backpack back on, so that these kids can Grab pull it. my big ass up this oh, wall, shit. and like that's what seriously like, so serious survival. Yeah, like, like what would you do if? What if the world is ending, or I'm gonna die, 
if I can't do this. If I can't run a mile, right? Like everyone should at least be able to run a mile, like desperately. Yeah. Run a mile. You know what I mean? For you should sure. at least be able to do that. You should at least be able to. When I say run a mile too, I don't mean like full sprinting either. Right. Jog. Like, like you should be able to like yeah. yeah not be walking. Right. But how many people can do it? Exactly. How many people can do a pull up? How many people can survive at all? Right. And so that, that scared the shit out of me. And oh, I then bet. I lost a shit ton of weight and it, it looked terrible. It looked way worse uh, than being fat. You ever see that? Isn't that weird? Yeah. I always find that fascinating. It's weird when you it's get BS, to a man. certain weight that's supposed to be healthy, but you just look or you feel terrible there. Right. It was, everything was squishy. And it I've all done felt that. Like... I'm like, I've gotten down to this itty bitty weight and I just yeah. felt frail. Yeah. And small and, and tiny weak, and I don't yeah. feel strong, right? And so for me, being strong is I want to go kayaking. I right. love kayaking. I love hiking. I love doing the outside stuff. And so doing that all the time in the summer as much as possible, which I haven't really been able to yet, but I'd love to. Doing the yoga classes and they make me go to Orange Theory. So I reluctantly <laughs> do you. that, which okay. I am past due. So I have to go do that soon. Okay. But kind of mixing it up and just keeping active. Right. And that's and that's a really big deal yeah. that people don't get is the ability to actually, can you fully sprint? Right. Like, you say that out loud and that sounds almost stupid. Like, of course I could sprint if but I had to. Right. But can you? Right. Like, can sure. you actually do it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there's so many people who just cannot, especially in America. Yeah. My you son know? was so funny because he's at the age where it's like everything is big. And everything okay. is exciting, right? Yeah. And everything's major. And he said, we were outside playing. He goes, Mommy, you got to go put on your fast shoes because we're going to race. <laughs> nice. Right? So I had to go in and I had to put on my sneakers and we had to race to the end of the street and back. But you think about it, some people either they don't want to play with their kids or right. they can't because they're not, right? They can't sprint. They can't right. run down the street. I don't you know what I would run do. run around with your kid. Right. Yeah. And you have to have your fast shoes. You got to have your fast shoes on. Not right. your slow shoes. Yeah, slow shoes are ridiculous. You're not you're not keeping up with them in Converse. Right, no. Absolutely not. And I tried and it was not comfortable. Right. So. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 definitely strange and, and being a parent will change a lot of that for you too. Totally. You should be able to play soccer with your kids and, and do that kind of crap and yeah. and not doing it because you don't want to. First of all, get up. It's your fucking children. Right. How many years are they going to give a shit about that you exist? You have 18 good years of them well, living at home. I heard something that was right? uh, that... you got 4. Oh. You have four years, yeah, four playable kids. years with your kids, and That's I true. thought about it, and I was like, "What years are those? Right. Like, like what, like, like four to eight? Nine? I want to say four to eight. Okay. Because, like, when else? Like before four, yeah. They they're still learning how to do shit, right. how to run, how to kick a ball, how to throw something. But at four, they're starting to learn it, and they're starting to get good at it, right? right. And, like, by the time they're eight, they've kind of decided, like, what they like and what they want to do. And that usually is not going to have you in it. No. It's going to have a video game or a well, soccer. Well, a video game or, or, or a team. Or a friend. Or something or, else, yeah. right? So they're going to stop giving a shit that you want to do it. Yeah. They're not going to want to go play basketball with yeah. you. They're going to want their friend to come over and play. Right. Like, so it's... It definitely opened my eyes a little because you said yeah. 18 years where they're living yeah. there. Yeah. Well, they're, they're in your presence. That's true. But like how many how many years do you actually get to play with your kid? Right. Like you we know? went up to the carnival this last weekend. I'm like, I'm riding the rides with you guys. Yeah. I don't even care. I'm going to have so much fun if I'm going to pay for it. 
Right. How did I get on that ride? She's expensive. I'm going to scream and yell and have fun. Yeah. And they had so much fun. Yeah. There was no phones, no TV, none of that stuff. Yeah, I miss all that stuff. Yeah, for sure. So it was a good time. But it's funny just to watch them because my daughter is still at that age where she still wants me around a little bit. Ooh. Maybe not quite. Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. Like we're sending her to Europe next summer for Uh-oh. a school field trip sort of thing to okay. France and then Spain. It's a 13-day deal. Wow. And I said, can I have chaperone? Right? She goes, no, you'll embarrass me. You'll wear a fanny pack or something. I was like, wow. um, I can order room service at midnight. First of all, fanny packs are back in. Fanny packs. I have a sparkly <laughs> one, and it's going to be great. So I'm going to go to Europe anyway. Yeah. Just so I'm in the same continent. But... It's funny because she's like, no, I don't, I don't want you, I don't want you to be there because you'll embarrass me. Right. But she still wants me to go places with her. Yeah. So she's at that, like, she wants space, but she really doesn't. Yeah. It's interesting to watch. My son is just like, hold my hand. We have to go across the street. He still thinks I'm cool. Yeah? For like a second. (laughs) For a little bit. (laughs) For just a second. Not very long. For a second. But. That's good. Yeah. No, it's interesting to have kids. Yeah, kids are crazy. You could do a whole... Yeah, we've done a couple podcasts on kids. Just kids. And, yeah, and like, uh, man, positivity of kids in sports. Like, yeah. Uh, like, just if your kids can get hurt lifting, we've done just, just kids. I had... Uh, uh, my buddy does does the podcast with me most of the time. There's actually four of us. Oh, okay. That'll do this podcast. It's just, it's hard to catch everybody all at once. And sure. Everybody's doing stuff, right? Uh, but we did our sons. We had our sons oh, in here with us. And, uh, and then I just... I want to say two, two or three episodes ago, I just did my daughter. Okay. Yeah, she was in here. I just interviewed her. It was like a, I'll say 45 minutes maybe. Okay. But uh, she's 10. She doesn't have much to say. Right. <laughs> no. Like, but somehow so much to right. say. Right. Yeah. It was pretty interesting. It was, it was cool to hear. Yeah. You know, and then I, I kind of want to interview him like every year. To, to yeah. The then you could look and, back on it and just, yeah. that's kind of cool. It's like a journal a little right. bit. Well, and, and that's what this is for me too, is that like, yeah, we get listeners and we have fun. We have a good time. Yeah. We, we conversate. But at the same time, like, uh, like in 40 years, you know, if I'm dead and gone or whatever. Right. Like, there's still, like, the existence of me here. Yeah, that's kind of cool. That's, that's kind of fun. That is kind of fun. Yeah. I like it. A living journal. A living journal, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, are your kids getting excited about going back to school? My son is, yes. They're both getting excited. So okay. my daughter's always been more excited for school. Okay. Uh, my son hated it. And now he has friends, and so he wants to oh, go. Oh, for sure. He's got to go. He's 14, right? Oh, like, friends sure. are everything. He's even going to the gym now at okay. Furstenberg right over here just because uh, his friends are going, okay. right? And it's bullshit because I fucking left. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I used to force him to go to the gym. Oh, I had now him, it's uh, cool, Dad. Well, I had him lifting. He was he was eight years old. He pulled 212 pounds oh. at, a, at a competition. I had him competing. Jeez. Yeah, so I was into it and I was down, and now he gives a shit. And, yeah, and I'm like, well, why don't you come lift with me? And then like, then you can show your friends how to do it right. Yeah. I don't want you getting hurt. Right. Right. But are they even doing enough to get hurt? I don't know, man. No. Yeah, my daughter wants to go to the office with me all the time because nice. she wants to do the staging room and she wants to organize the stuff and she wants to help all the people that are there. And if I have my yoga thing, she's making the little goodie bags and. Putting the stuff in the car, and That's she loves helpful. to be involved with all that. If I have to stage a house, she's like, can I come? I'm like, yeah, you can. You carry things, so. You carry <laughs> You go grab that and bring it in. That's funny. But she has so much fun. So right? you guys, like, stage all your houses? No. I mean, if I have a house that's kind of bare, it's a little empty, or it needs, like, some color or something, 
I'll, we have a staging room, okay. so there's a bunch of stuff we can use in the office, so I'll go in and, like, love it up a little bit. Yeah. But not full, I mean, I haven't had to full stage a house before, but especially in the market last year, you didn't have to do anything. Right. You hit active. Yeah. And then pending. Active <laughs> pending. I mean, not, not that easy, but you know that, but. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I'd like it back. Yeah. Right. No, I mean it, it is what it is. I'm I'm mostly a buyer's agent anyways. Yeah. I kind of it's not that I don't want more listings, I'm just more on the buyer's side. Yeah. And it's uh, I feel like it's a little more rewarding. It is. You know. It's nice. It's funny cuz this house that's closing next week, I usually do the closing gifts and do all the things and get them little treats. I can't do that. Maybe I'll leave them champagne in the fridge. There you go. You know, just yeah. something to say welcome home, but I love the buyer's side of it too. Yeah. Listings are fun. You learn a lot. Yeah. yeah right? And you can build that relationship, but the buyer side of it, I think, is even more so. Well, I mean, I have uh, my first, one of my first clients ever. He's actually one of the guys that does the podcast with me now. Oh. We're really, he's awesome. one of my best friends. Yeah. And uh, I've sold his house. I was on, I was on both ends of that deal because we sold it to his neighbor and he bought another one. Mm -hmm. And now we're listing his house again on Monday. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm pretty excited about it. I mean... Good. The circumstances are definitely crazy and, you know, it sucks because, uh, yeah, not to get into crazy, he's, he's, I think he's getting a divorce and oh. he's working through all that and this podcast had a lot to do with it oh, just yeah. because uh, you, you're still able to speak, speak so freely. Right. And, uh, and his wife is actually a psychologist, which I feel like is very counterproductive. Oh. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you're, you're bringing your work home and, and she's just overanalyzing everything he says and, and it sucks because he's such a... Such a sweet, simple guy. Yeah. And it's funny because she's like, if you overanalyze something that's said very simply, you can pull it in so many directions, but totally. he meant what he said. Like, that's it. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's nothing behind what he said. He's not trying to be complicated. Oh, that's but, unfortunate. Uh, yeah. He's, he's a really cool dude. And, uh, you know, I wish the best for him and however that's going. But Yeah. That's still unfortunate. It's, it's it terrible. is what it is. I mean, divorce happens. Yeah. But. I have, I think, built relationships with the clients I've had so far that they still call me and say, look what I did to the house and yeah. look at the view from the front and two that are getting married this year that want me to go to their weddings. So it's like, wow. awesome, okay. right? So it must be, people must like me. I mean, a little bit. Invite me to their wedding. Right. So, that's pretty, that's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, you, we invest so much right. time and energy and, you know, of ourselves to try and get them from A to B that... You know. Well, and there's there's also a difference in being a, like just a real estate agent and they're like their realtor. Right. You know, like there's a big difference in showing up. Like I've been to their kids' birthday parties, right. like all that stuff. You know, and that's how we ended up being friends because right. I really, I do take my client relationship very seriously. Yeah. And I don't want clients. I want friends. You know. Right. Like, I kind of see it the same way. It's like I could build a sphere, a very large lead. You know, do all the things, but I want it to be an organic process. Right. I want to meet people doing yoga. I want to meet people, right? Lifting. Li or, yeah. yeah, at the gym or hiking or whatever. I met a lady at the airport yeah. last week going to Detroit, and she's like, oh, you're so nice. And I had a real estate sweater on, so it was like real estate life or something. Yeah. And she was like, can I get your card? I was like, yeah, heck yeah, you can. I'll sell you a house anytime. You know, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> let's do that. But yeah. like meeting people in a very organic way, it's less forced. Right. And you're getting to know them and they're not shut off. Right. Or they're not that, you know, 
oh, you're trying to sell me something person. Well, and, like, this guy I've gotten, like, the the nightmare client I have right now yeah. is from this guy. Uh, he lives, like, right down the street. And it's not his fault or anything. No. He's the guy who put in his air conditioning in the brand new house. I had him come fix mine, which is fucking leaking again. <laughs> But, so this guy's an AC guy. Okay. And then, while he's over here doing mine, he's an older guy. He's about to retire. He likes to talk. And he kept talking and talking and talking. And eventually it came out. He's like, well, you know, I, I would like to move down to California. I'm like, do it. And we ended up getting it all together. And now he's going. Hmm. Which might not turn out as good with how our relationship's going. But uh, at the same time, the fact that even if he rents it out, he's still going to go be with his... So he's, he's re... He got back together with his first wife out of, like, I think three. He's been married three times. So he's, like, (laughs) getting back with the original, the one he had kids with and all that other shit. And so he's moving down to, like, California somewhere, like, almost San Diego. And it's crazy, right? That is. But. Yeah, that's really interesting, the things that people do. (laughs) Yeah, people are crazy. Yeah. I showed a house today where the sellers moved to Florida. Okay. Right? And so they have the house they're selling. But my buyers just moved from Florida. Interesting. And they love this house. So I'm telling the listing agent this, like, you know, yeah. they really like the house and they're also from There's Florida. It's like they were connected yeah. somehow in some universal way. And she's like, that's so crazy. But yeah. building the relationships with the people that are trying to buy or sell and then with the other brokers. That is a big deal. It's huge. Yeah. I've gotten list. I've gotten, um, not listings, uh, offers accepted mm-hmm. because of my name and because I've worked with these agents before, yeah. you know, like, like, uh, I guess I'm not going to say his name, but but he was just like, he's like, I have the same offer from someone else. He's like, but I'm just going to pick you. We've done like three deals together already. Well, you know how someone works and someone right. operates and that they're not going to just what well, things How annoying is it when like the weekend warrior comes in and I'm doing their fucking paperwork too? I'm like, yeah. can you like, like you realize after the offer's accepted that they're brand new and you're like, come on, like. Uh, I don't know. It's yeah. just it's just like having to do everything for them. Like, right. so you know, inspection days like ten. Like I have to like check it. Like like I'm talking to another like a client. Yeah, and you, you shouldn't know? have to do that. Right, and it's it. But it's all going to go away here soon. Part of it of like I remember when right. you know it's hard, but right, yeah, like showing a fucking pending house to myself. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, you know, we all had our moments. Right. I'm sure. So I, I get it. It's just it's hard too because there's. It's really that Weekend Warrior thing's killing me because yeah. it's so prevalent right now. Yeah. You know, it's it's finally starting to die, which yeah, is wonderful. Yeah, there's a lot of the newer ones that kind of fell off and right. moved on. and. It, I'm hoping. Yeah. You know, well, that I've sounds seen terrible. There's a drop, for sure. I think, where did I read that? CCAR or NAR? There was some stat that said that there was a big drop. In the amount of realtors? In the amount of realtors. Yeah. And from, you know, the ones that came on when it was easy, you know, and you, yeah. the houses are, and there's buyers and all the things, even though it really wasn't, it was so stressful. Yeah. I have so many gray hairs yeah. from the last year and a half, but it's so rewarding because right. you get to meet people and you learn how they work good, bad, and in between because there's some questionable ones yeah. for sure, but there's also the really awesome ones. So you're like, I really want to work with you. Right. You know, like the one I broke into the window. I didn't break the window. Broke in. But I broke into the house. Yeah. She's like, I really want to do a deal with you. He didn't end up wanting the house, figures, but... I but now you have that relationship. I had to do that, that in a cabin. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, where I called the agent. He's like, dude, I'm out of town. Like, if you want to see that house, just go look. And I'm like... Wink, wink. How? He's like, if you can get in, that's great. 
If not, like, just look through the windows, I guess. And I'm like, what do you mean if I can get in? That's great. He's like, I don't know, man. You know, yeah, like, he's like, not trying to tell me anything. And, uh, and he ended up calling me. They Same thing, though. Yeah. They didn't want it. Right. Uh, they called me, like, a week later. And he's like, I see shoe prints in here. Were these you? I'm like, yeah, we, we viewed it. We found like, it. Like, I sent you feedback. He's like, I was wondering if the feedback was from, like, an inside view or an outside view. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, he asked me, like, how I got in. And it was... It's really just uh, those aluminum windows. Yeah. You, you can really just rock them back and forth. They'll open all of them. Yeah. It's pretty insane. Yeah. How easily it is. I have a buyer right now who, same thing, the windows aren't working quite right. And so yeah. I have a contractor helping them. And the contractor's like, I could just break into his house. Like, yeah. That's nice. Yeah. That's comforting. Well, it's, Plus, it's, people don't understand. I sold security systems for a little bit. Right. You know, and, and so they teach you like how to scare the shit out of somebody. I can walk up and lift most sliders out. Like, all you have to do is push that. them forward, never sleep again. pop them out. <laughs> it's the same way as if you were going to replace it, but yeah. it really doesn't matter if it's locked. Because they're, most of them are those hook unders. Oh, okay. So you can just tilt it, and it will unlock itself. Yeah. Like if it's a, If it's aluminum, you couldn't keep me out of your house with a, with a gun. You know what I mean? That's like, there's crazy. no way. I could run around the other side of the house... And before you could get there, I'd be in your house already. Like, there's no wow, way. Wow, I didn't know it was that intricate. Yeah, well, like, they get better with vinyl and, and all yeah. that other shit. But, like, if it's aluminum, I'm in that house easy. I'm like, there's no there's no. So stopping. there's no problem viewing that house. Yeah, <laughs> we'll view easy. anything. Or I'll just, like, leave them on the front door. Like, I, maybe the back's unlocked. And yeah, I'll just, like, see. show up at the front and the window's open. Like, I don't know how that, that must have been open. The back <laughs> so slide. Do you have cameras? No. <laughs> no, no cameras. But they're just happy it got viewed. Right. Yeah. Anyways, not right. saying I do that all the time. No, of course never. not. I would that never doesn't do happen. That. that really doesn't happen. <laughs> but yeah. All right. Well, let's kind of uh, we'll wrap it up a little. You got okay. any shout outs? Shout outs. I feel like that's such a, like a big. It doesn't have a to big be. To do like who would I pick? I mean, if I was going to be sentimental, I would have okay. to say my team at Sundin. Okay. Because they're fantastic and we have way too much fun together. Okay. But we also get it done and hustle and work really hard. So they would be my shout out. Okay. The whole team. The whole team. The whole team. All right. Well, I okay, am I shouting out. Oh, you're getting your, your joke ready? I have to find my dad joke. Okay. I have to be prepared. For the good I'm one. glad you're prepared. Um, <laughs> So mine is going to be Donald, um, the cowboy, and Donald he's a he's a UFC fighter. Okay. Uh, he just retired, and okay. he is just uh, he's always been amazing. Uh, he started slowing down, and he really just he even explains in uh, in his retirement little speech that he's just kind of done. Okay. Like, and as a fighter, if you're not in it, in it, like, why are you doing it? You right. know what I mean? Like, he lost this last fight again, and uh, he's just getting old. Okay. He says he's going to be an actor now. Okay. That's an interesting turn. Sure. Sure. Let's see what happens. Whatever. Why not? Yeah. Okay. Do, trying do to you. be The Rock. Yeah. Yeah. Dwayne be the, the Rock Johnson. I don't know. <laughs> Two. I don't know. So, huh. you got a dad joke? I have a dad joke. Ooh, let's hear it's it. It's a real dad joke, too. What did the T-Rex use to cut wood? I don't know. A dinosaur. A dinosaur. <laughs> That's pretty good. I like it. All right. This is a this is a couple parter. Oh, okay. I'll okay. It's pretty it's pretty easy at first, okay? Okay. Why can't the melons get married? Why 
can't the melons get married? I don't know. Because they can't elope. Uh, that's pretty easy. And that's okay. Because as soon as everyone knows, as soon as you get married, it's honey, do this, honey, do that. (laughs) Right? Yes. And the first thing always on the honey, do list is to water Malone. (laughs) That is a several parter. That's a good one. Yeah. I like that. That was kept uh, going. that was a lady at the store, the cashier. Okay. Uh, I got a watermelon, and she did that whole joke. I was but I was. How belly, many times a day do you think she does that? I joke? was belly laughing by the end of it. You know she does it 20, 30 uh-huh. times. Yeah. Every time a melon comes. I wonder through. what other kind of jokes she has for other sort of produce. You know. That slightly scares me. You know what other jokes? Do I don't you know have? if I want to head that direction. <laughs> just with produce, like, like yeah, like the the store, we can come up with some jokes, but just produce that yeah, scares me. I mean, you got melons. Melons. What about like eggplant and? Uh, <laughs> that's why I don't want to head <laughs> that direction. And Zucchini and carrots, yeah. and you know, snap peas. Snap peas. Oh, snap. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Snap. Yeah. Yeah. That was quick. That was on the cuff. <laughs> you right were there. on it with that one. <laughs> oh man. All right. Um. Okay. So. Again, this is Tyler Toby Townsend. Nicole White. And uh, this is the Psychotic Strength Podcast. Look, at, look for us on all the social media, Instagram, uh, Twitter, all that crap, and all the podcast <laughs> stuff. And uh, I really appreciate you coming in. Yeah, thanks for having me. I had a good time. Yeah. I, I, I enjoyed your company. Same. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, we got to work together. Yeah. We both need it. to sell more houses. Deal. All right. I'll sell 150. 210. All right. Deal. I'm going to hold you to it now. I'm going to real try. Real try. It might take me a little while, but I'm gonna I'm on it. Okay. I'm into it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you.